trying to, I like this as my new formula. It's just trying to mimic you. That's good. So it just comes out really fucked up when we finally put together in post. <laughs> Look at you living the life. You got plants in the background. They're alive. You've got a dog. These plants are it's fake. The sun this is, is actually shining. very dystopian. <laughs> <laughs> you think about it, it's really fucked up. Yeah. To stimulate. You're trying to, to trick sit. you're trying to trick your dog into thinking you're actually a good caretaker so it doesn't start questioning things. So you know I'm this trying is how to, it's supposed to be. The plants are alive, I'm alive. I'm trying to trick my uh monkey ancestor brain into simulating my uh traditional original environment to like make me more happy with just fake polyester and plastic shit. That's okay, I though. trick my monkey brain into believing I'm still in a cave by turning off all the lights and trying not to shiver myself to sleep. Dude, you know what's kind of sick though is fucking uh, a good little trick to play on your girlfriend is when you're when it's nighttime. Listen to this, bros, bros. One of the best one of the best pranks you can you can play on your girlfriend when you're laying in bed at night. It's almost time for bed. You say good night and then you go, "What's that on the ceiling?" And then you have your phone flashlight under your dick and your entire dick shadow is <laughs> cast over the ceiling. It's a classic. <laughs> a prank I used to play on uh, my old significant others is having a grand mall seizure in the middle of the night and seeing how they'd react. <laughs> <laughs> or just pretending to sleepwalk like you're going to fucking knife them. Yeah, dude. Yeah, and then, and then <laughs> count until they finally call the police. And then once they call, like, you know, snap right out and be like, it only took you, you know, a minute and a half. I would have actually been dead. You're really bad. This is all your fault. And then get upset at them for an arbitrary thing that never happened. Or when it's a really good way to keep them on their be, toes. When the police show yeah, up. Yeah, just, just gaslight her. Sit in like a rotating chair when they show up, just turn around and be like, this was all a test. <laughs> <laughs> People say defund the police. I was doing this as it works experiment. every time. Yeah, I'm paying. You know, I'm paying all these taxes. Might as well test out what they're going towards. Yeah, make sure it's actually worked. Shit, dude. How's your How's your week been? We haven't talked in a uh, a little bit. A week. A week. Yeah, a little over a week. Yeah, we've been, been consistent. A little bit over a week, but we've been consistent. Mm, doing my this week's podcast. been good. My My week's been all right. My uh, My bowel movements have been consistent and regular firm mm-hmm. uh, not too juicy not too loose coming out or anything so i guess that means i've been eating just enough and the right kinds of things praise god uh, praise god praise um no for real though uh, Can I just say right. you look like mm-hmm. a stud thank you dude i'm just wearing a tight t-shirt today well, just I'm, trying to, well, I'm just trying saying to... the mullet and the mustache look very good today i think so dude the only thing my hair is greasy as fuck right now i should have showered before this really should have shown off well i think it's gonna lead her to be going for a run right after this how often do you shampoo? Oh, yeah. oh, oh my god. Like every day. He's double young. Like almost every day. You shampoo every day? Yeah. You're not supposed to do that. I nah, know you're not supposed to do that. There's a lot of things you're not supposed to do that I'm doing, so. Yeah, who actually knows? I don't think you should actually. I think, I think shampooing my hair every day is the least of my worries. <laughs> For like I don't know, least though. Bad you don't know what's in the shampoo. Directly goes into your fucking pores and near your brain. I mean, I don't know. Dude, it's herbal shampoo. essence, bro. It's all like organic, natural ingredients. I don't worry about that much. Does it just say that on the packaging? Like, have you actually read the ingredients? No. It says that. <laughs> I was like, this must be good for me. It's you know, like natty. all natural oils that exist. They're natural. Like, They're they natural. Exist. You know, <laughs> like petroleum. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Try that glycerine. stuff that yeah that that black stuff that comes up when you burn plastic 
Uh, boils. It's good. It's kind of bullshit. The stuff they gave the stuff they gave Lightning McQueen. Uh, what yeah. is? What's bullshit? It's kind of bullshit that you can just slap natural on there. It's like, yeah, isn't everything like everything is naturally to a point? To a point, everything is natural. I don't, is there anything that's just like completely man? I know, but I'm saying like their definition could just be like different. Is there anything they we just, just made put up? Natural. What did we make up? I think we have to naturally find everything that makes something, right? There's nothing we just what? synthesize. <laughs> I don't know. Is there anything we just like synthesize completely in a lab from human-made shit? Uh, it all comes from something, quote-unquote, yeah, natural. That's what I'm yeah, exactly. Yeah, There's nothing green. like new. You know what I mean? It just hasn't been yeah. found yet. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be crazy yeah. when we find more shit. I had an interesting conversation. I started talking to a girl recently. I had an mm. interesting conversation with her today oh, about uh, space travel. How are you talking to her? Okay. Autistically. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, dude. No, I, I, I was, we were talking about space travel today. Because she's like, when it, she, was, she was at a uh, car wash. She was like, I she like, imagine that. Wash? No, she was going through a car wash. And she was yeah. like, you know, I imagine that one day, like, we'll go through, like, a car wash type thing. And it'll transport us to space. And I was like, you know, that is single-handedly the most interesting and retarded thing I've heard today. <laughs> We're going to go through a car wash and travel through space. <laughs> it'll take us to space, which would be sick. I'm not going to deny that it would be tight as fuck. A car wash time machine. If you're listening, if she's listening, if she ends up listening, I only said that for the joke. I don't actually think that was retarded. It just sounded funny. But yeah. um, okay, I think you. Still but no, like pussy. To- nice save, nice save. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I'll top. Oh yeah. Um, but no, so like it got me thinking because then we were talking about how like you know how probable it'll be in our lifetime that we that space travel will be as accessible as like flight. You mm-hmm. know, as like I was like, well, so, I don't know when the first airplane was invented, but I'm pretty sure people were going on like you know commercial flights in like the 30s and 40s. I don't think that was like a stretch back then, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely mm-hmm. by the 50s. I was like, so I mean, if that's the case, if that's the you know if that's the track we're on, then like. It's highly likely like that it'll be accessible in our lifetime mm-hmm. and it got me thinking that like that means there's this that implies a whole set of future events as well and like ramifications which means there's going to be a space 9-11 and a space <laughs> george bush and space trump <laughs> space obama nice. a space mlk <laughs> it's so funny to think about space trump though yeah to be like they're coming from earth <laughs> they're coming in droves we're gonna build a wall and earth is gonna pay for it <laughs> No, I bet aliens are, uh, but they're cool. They're doing the, they're doing the uh, White House or I think Senate or Congress or whoever the fuck. I don't care. Oh yeah, they're here. They're doing a hearing like today. They're doing UFO a historic hearings. hearing on UFOs. What do you think they're going to talk Some about? Some guy hearing about UFOs. Space Clintons. That's another good one. Sorry to side note. Think about what Space Clintons space would be Clintons. like. They're fucking <laughs> all of the species. Uh, <laughs> I did not get gravitational dome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I bet they. I bet they abduct uh, the cows, the space clans, just because they're like they have something down there that has just a giant boob with six nipples, and we're fucking it. <laughs> <laughs> the space bill's like I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's so wrong, but it feels so right. Yeah. I didn't mean to betray my entire species. <laughs> yeah, but there was a—I mean, there was a guy. Uh, I didn't watch it, but some. Uh, wait, the, hold on. Was that? Wait, was that just your hypothesis? By the way, that's what they're going to talk about at this council—is a giant space titty. No, no, no. I was just saying that's okay. what space Clintons did. But uh, okay, what if they get on today and they just tell us we're fucked? It's all over. Well, one of the one of the military ex-military or maybe probably not current military, but he. Under oath, which I mean, no one's ever lied. He said, (laughs) he said, uh, (laughs) 
he said. Uh, just a side note. No one has. <laughs> no one's ever. It's unheard of. It's not allowed. That's why they do it. <laughs> it's unheard of. Yeah, dude. We dig out. We we dig out a six thousand year old book. You put your hand on it, and you can't lie. It's the rules. No one has ever lied. You don't have to swear on humanity. You have to swear on this book. Because <laughs> <laughs> you imagine that conversation, dude. It made sense at the time. Let's be honest, dude. Everyone here was like, Christian. "It did make that sense." Makes sense. They're like, it makes sense to us. No one would lie on the Bible <laughs> until the first guy did. And then they're like, what? Yeah. It must they have blown should. their minds. It must have blown their minds when religious freedom backfired on them. And they pulled mm. out a Bible and some guy's like, okay. <laughs> they should be like, if you, we're going to swear under oath. All right. If we figure out that you lied about some shit knowingly, we're going to have 24 hour surveillance. We're going to hire basically a private investigator. We're just going to pay him for the rest of his life. The family's going to be set. You're never allowed to come again. <laughs> <laughs> people would not. People would so take that important. so seriously. They'd be like, no, no, no. <laughs> this guy just like sits I, in I a wish chair was... <laughs> in the corner of your room and he just sees some movement and he has to like wake you up and just be like, just make sure. No, you're not. Hey, man. Yeah. <laughs> How was that dream you were having? It wasn't getting too wet, was it? Okay. Just want to make sure. I'm right here. Yeah. yeah. I want to I, I want to see the Supreme Court start using parent, parenting tactics to deal with, you know, perjury and lying in the courts mm. be like, all right, if you're telling the truth, you know, <laughs> just start gaslighting like my parents. My parents used to tell me when I was a kid that if I was lying, a lion would appear on my tongue. And so they would know I was lying when I was a kid because they'd be like they would ask me something and then I would tell them a lie and they'd be like, OK, let me see your tongue. And I'd be like. <laughs> so I want to see that in court where they're like someone says something and they're like, OK, fine. Show us your tongue. Just to get on, like, no, can't do that. <laughs> can't do that. Did I even say what I was trying to say originally? Basically, no, no, let's a guy under it. oath. A guy under oath said that uh, the U.S. has possession of UFO materials and uh, that oh, they yeah, we rule. are confirmed. But yeah, he, he swore under oath. So we rule, bro. That shit's he, become more and more like sorry. So all the well, movies were all the movies, all the movies were right. Here's the crazy rule. thing, though. Technically, we're gonna figure it out. Technically, the U.S. knows. We are right? the good guys. The U.S. knows that yeah. they have shit. So if he lies, they know he's under oath. Go to jail. But also, you know what I'm saying? Like if they don't jail, they have to jail him now. Straight to jail. Or else, if they don't jail him, then they're like, then yeah, they're hypocrites. Do. No, because yeah. then they do. Exactly. Yeah, they have to jail him to be like, no, we don't. You just fucking lied. You're going to jail. You lied under the You perjured lot. Yeah. You didn't lie. What do you think? Uh, I mean, I think it's like, hmm, shit. Oh, it's Brady no big secret. From a like, just recently. I did, guys. I'm sorry. That's why my hair is so We're fine right so now. so hot. We're fine. No, we're so fine, dude. I feel so like fine. I am, uh, I feel like a lot of the first episodes, I was trying to be, uh, I was trying to wean off of caffeine, but now I'm not drinking alcohol and I've upped my caffeine intake a little bit. So I'll have like, I'll have like an espresso in the morning, just one shot with some milk. Not that much. I think that's a equivalent of like 10, 11 ounces of coffee, black coffee. And then at lunch, I'll have like four ounces of black coffee with some milk. It's not very, <laughs> it's not very dark coffee. And then when I get home, I'll have another four ounces. So I'm not really having that much coffee, but I'm just sustaining it throughout the day. And I feel like I'm just in a better mood. Do you feel the need to substitute other substances with alcohol while quitting I, alcohol? Is that why you're upping your intake of something else? I think you have to have something and I've replaced Do it with you something seek to feel that I things? believe. I think it makes me more productive. So in that way, I see it as a win. Yo, not to call out my kava bar. I haven't drank kava or kratom. Well, I drank kava recently, but I haven't drank kratom in like three weeks. <laughs> 
How does that feel? I feel fine. Yeah, I don't feel. The like only thing I did last weekend was I I drank some wine while I was painting. Whoa. Full Brady this weekend. I was like shirtless in my backyard, just being a crazy painter. Nice. And I was getting so eclectic, just turning this woman on very much. Yeah. Got to the point where I was, a lady yeah, I was, yeah, it was a lady with me watching me paint. She wanted to see me paint. And I was like, you want to see some crazy shit? You want to see what's going on up here? <laughs> you want to unlock this mystery? This canvas is like my. Ah man, it's fucking me. Fucking me up. It's like, what if I just mm, put my dick in it or something? I just what really want to. <laughs> if I just start going, it's like, I just you... really want to put my dick in something. Uh, <laughs> if only, oh man, if only someone could help me. Ah. Paint your dick and rub it on the canvas and like, this is just, yeah. this is expressive. This is art. Yeah. This is art. So did you no, paint something waiting. good that she was impressed? All I got through was the background. Dang. But the, my initial idea was pretty good. We're going to see how it turns out. I'm doing it for me. Um, you know, like she really voice. brings out the best in me. Um, is she what? What does she uh, look like? Just kidding. Is she cute? Um, she has two legs and two arms. She's got a mouth and two eyes. Nose. She's cute. Of course, she's cute. But you think I'm selling for something not cute? Have we ever talked about uh, the t- the question as old as time? Big big boobs or big butt? Big butt. You like big butt? Marry the uh, marry the ass by the tits, dude. Simple as that. Nice. Can't buy an ass. She I never really. Tits. I mean, I guess fake boobs are pretty good, actually. They're not. They're not bad. They do the job. What's wrong but, with them, dude? But what's wrong with them? One time when I was in high school for the Great American Teaching, a plastic surgeon tossed me a breast implant, and I was like, this kind of ruins the mystique. It's just like a fucking yeah. bag of water that you would have in elementary school. I'm glad that never happened to me. The mystery is still alive. The suspension of disbelief is still working on me. I, I did so bad. I did at, get kind I'm of hard so bad that. at like I'm so bad at spotting. I can't what? even tell the difference. Fake nowadays. boobs. Fake boobs. I can tell yeah. them on the older ones, like older models. You know, basically like the ones if they're they were big doing and they the just like sit right. That's how you know. Big boobs have them, gravity but then what if you, against but then, them. Yeah, but what if they're just perky? No, nah, it doesn't exist in nature. It doesn't exist in nature. Kidding. <laughs> you <laughs> think God would do that? I'm not going to. Dude, yes, he would do that. That's why I've God didn't give it. white people uh, big dicks. Because we do have the most, the more aesthetically looking dick, but it's not good. You I mean, know what I mean? Are you saying that he, are you saying he nerfed us? <laughs> he nerfed our build? He like made white people. He's like, oh, fuck, this is way too OP. <laughs> That's fucked way of looking at it. Well, just like pink stuff. Pink stuff is cute. So when you look at the little pink little dick, you're like, it's cute. The fuck are you trying to tell me right now? If it was big, it would be beautiful. You know Do I mean? black people not have pink on their dicks? They have a I've pink head, but they got a, yeah. they got a black shaft. And if they're circumcised, it's actually it's actually a two tone dick. Ooh, whoa! Did you know that? No, yeah. rainbow dick. They got ra- you know? they got rainbow dick. <laughs> it looks more like a. What does it look like? Uh, it looks more like two tone. How two tone? Like their hands are two tones? Like a black and white cookie? Like uh, you know, like a scar. It's a fucking scar. They cut off their foreskin, so okay. obviously it's That's like lighter weird. than the than their actual skin color. That's pretty cool. Yeah, good to know. <laughs> the more you know. So that's how you know Brady's never watched interracial porn. Nope, never seen a big black cock. You I'm never gonna, watched I, it, dude. I don't know. I don't think so. To be fully it's honest, you awesome. cannot recall seeing a black dick ever. Ever? Draymond Green? Why would I see Draymond Green's dick? It went viral. I, I'm, I'm not seeking out dick content. You're not looking at viral dicks. <laughs> not really. Not. I don't tend to. No. I tend to support my friends, dude. If someone's dick curious. went viral, I'd be like, "Yo, nice cock, dude." But that's really it. I'm not seeking it out. I'm just like, "Hey, man, just let it slide, man. It's all right. We all got one. We all got one." You gotta. Yeah. I would just say if your dick went viral, I would just text you and be like, "Hey, man, I haven't seen it yet, but I bet it's a good one." <laughs> you just gotta worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good friend. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, right? dude, what's wrong with you? 
I'm so cottagecore. I'm so cottagecore. I'm dying. TB. <laughs> yeah. The doctor said I need to go to a warm, wet area. So I packed up my family and moved to Cuba. Something's going on, man. Something's funky with this whole UFO thing. I'm not over it yet. Yeah. We need to figure it out. We need to figure it out right now. Why are DC they holding this weekend? Gun? Why are we the why are we the good guys? Did we yeah, did they say anything to you there? Did you see one there? I did not see any alien things at all. Oh not okay, even merch. Dude, you didn't see a statue of Ruth Gate Bader Ginsburg. That's pretty fucking alien. I did see a painting of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah, dude, and you're telling me she doesn't look like a pterodactyl made human? They had a little portrait section dedicated to Dr. Fauci. And I was like, <laughs> Dr. Fauci. Have you ever seen that fucking kissing? A lot. Have you ever seen that video? No. Tell me you've seen that. The fucking nerdy ass kids like doing the fucking <laughs> Mr. Sandman. He's like, Dr. Fauci, give us vaccines. You've never seen that? Oh my nah. god, it's cringe core at its best. I'll send you it later. You're gonna What's really it. odd about uh, DC is that, you know, it doesn't just swing with like, like when Trump is in office, DC is still like a hefty liberal place, liberal city. So a lot yeah. of museums have just like, I mean, I don't mind it. It's cool to like learn about the shit, but obviously they're just like heavy diversity and inclusion, right? So we yep. went to the... We went to the fucking Museum of American History. We went to the film section. Not a single mention of Martin Scorsese or Quentin Tarantino. It's Isn't like, all right, this is, this is irrelevant. This has nothing to do <laughs> only, with the history. Yeah, I was going to say, only two of the most influential directors and writers <laughs> yeah. ever. But instead, they were like... No, they don't uh, make the cut because they're Italian-Americans? Yeah. That sounds pretty racist to me. It doesn't sound very inclusive to me. It just doesn't seem, like, accurate then. It's like, why do you even have no. a museum? No. It was just like, about Scorsese it was just like random shit. Who did they have? They have a whole room de dedicated to Denzel Washington. They had the Muppets. They had, a, <laughs> they had like the OG Kermit with room. like a jean There's sleeve. The, was it the Jamie Foxx floor yeah, they were, or the <laughs> James Earl Jones floor? They were like, uh, every decision was problematic. So they were like, fuck it. Let's just put the Muppets in there. They're not even people. <laughs> like, <let's laughs> Everyone be happy about the Muppets, dude. No one's mad at the let's Muppets. Let's just skirt dude. around this diversity problem. Just <laughs> Kermit. <laughs> This is our history. I love that. Muppets. What was the what was your favorite museum or monument that you went to? Or museum and then your favorite monument? Shit. I mean, it's hard to beat. Did you tear up at all? I feel like your ass teared up, dude. I feel like your ass teared up so much. Oh, I did. You heard a story? Yeah, you heard a story. I know you, dude. You heard a story or something, dude. You definitely No, cried. no. I I fucking cried at the Vietnam Memorial. Oh, I told you it's my favorite one, dude. It's so sick. Because that one's Squad so on. that one that one's so recent that people go to like leave stuff for their dads or stuff. So I saw yeah. like a woman leave something for her like father and obviously she was sobbing and she was like reading a letter that he wrote to her and then she left the letter and some flowers. Obviously I fucking choked up. I would have to that'd be, be a retarded. Sick place to, that'd be a sick place to go do street comedy though. A lot of sad people. <laughs> it's a good place no, to it cheer wouldn't. up. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, it wouldn't. Dude. No, whenever I think of that memorial, I think of a. This is how fucking brain rotted I am. I think of a fucking Family Guy cutaway, where it's like these two Vietnamese people at the Vietnam Memorial, and they keep like people are crying, and they run up and they like keep pointing at it, and they're like scoreboard, scoreboard. <laughs> we used to say that all oh the time, God. dude. Anytime like one of our teams was beating a friend's team or whatever, like say like the Bengals beat the Jags, I would call my friends and be like scoreboard, scoreboard. <laughs> That's good. So fucked, but so fun. Whoever thought of that's a genius. Props to them. Yeah. But yeah, okay. So you teared up there. Was that your favorite memorial? Uh, no. Obviously, it's so boring because I think it's like 
the U.S. is like, let's not make this look cool at all. <laughs> what do you mean? It looks insanely suck. cool. Uh, I mean, yeah, compared, it's just a wall. In comparison to everything down. else, it is the worst. No, it's like if you zoom out, I think artistically, it's not like, yeah, it's okay. The it's reason cool that has it. everyone's name on it. That's cool. I think artistically, it's probably the coolest. Because look, here's how it works, right? It's just kind of this scar cut out in the ground. And you walk by this wall and it seems like nothing, right? And it's like, but then when you back out further in the park and you look at it, it looks like this kind of like scar in the ground that we overlook. And like you try to like, you know, it's not very flashy, right? Well, it's like very reminiscent of what that war was, right? It's a scar on our country. And we all just kind of try to overlook it. Try not, and like that's how it was. And it came out, like you just try to look past it. You don't try to think about it. You don't deal with it, but it's there. That's mm. why I think it's cool. Cause like it's very deep and meaningful how they design designed it it's very forward thinking and modern which i think was a really cool idea instead of building like a giant fucking like cathedral to the heavens of it you know i was like no this is more reflective of how we felt as americans about it yeah i mean i can understand that but because what the fuck were we doing there man <laughs> what in the goddamn hell was going on back then man where were we <clears throat> yeah What's wrong with us, bro? War, wasn't it man. What is it good for? Wasn't it basically like communism was kind of getting pretty good there and they were like, let's just destabilize the fuck out of this country just so that everything is just set back and we'll just leave. <laughs> uh, kind of. So actually, the fucking dude, Ho Chi Minh, he actually studied in America and then he went back and then he took over his country and with the whole communist thing and the Russians supplied him. Really, it was all kind of formed because like the French... Vietnam used to be a French colony and after World War II the French kind of started to repeal a lot of their colonialism and stuff to rebuild their own country and they just left which left a whole like power vacuum there which he filled uh, and then you know communism kind of started to take over I don't know if it was even necessarily going good as much as it was just like oh the Russians are backing this and that's scary and then we were just like fuck it send in the boys Yeah, they did attack our embassy and we yeah. didn't like that but yeah I mean, who but knows? also, who what cares? the fuck were we doing there, man? We should have never been in those godforsaken jungles. Yeah, should have left. Should have left it to Charlie. But yeah, no, dude. I think it's kind of cool though how like a, a lot of, the... of dollars to our guys and just let someone else fight the good fight. That's literally what we've always done. That's how it always starts, bro. That's why this should be a little more alarming to us because we're like so fucking history blind. It's literally how every war we've been involved in. That's how we got. Other than like the Civil War. That's how we got involved in every other war. Mm -hmm. World War One, we were just sending weapons and supplies to, you know, England and France. And then uh, I think it was the Lusitania. Was that the Lusitania? When they sunk the Lusitania, quote unquote, we don't really know. We don't really know, but America got involved, which also kind of put mm -hmm. a stop to things. And it was the same thing with World War Two. dude. We were sending a bunch of supplies to fucking, you know, England. And uh, I think in co cooperation, co not collaboration, but like, I don't even know the word, corroborate, 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 corroborate corroboration corroboration yeah in corroboration with pearl harbor the reason we got involved in europe was because u-boats were sinking our supply ships yeah, but he we were sending over, yeah we were sending over merchant ships and u-boats were sinking and we were like enough is enough hitler mm -hmm. <laughs> we're gonna join the fight and we did we kind of fucked them up and stole all their cool atomic technology gang 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 gang, gang. now we're doing the same thing in ukraine but um yeah whatever so museum wise though what was your favorite museum mm, i think i only went to two then fine what was the best part i mean being the lincoln statue is just so fucking sick it's so um, surreal right it's kind of an in intense thing it's like the lincoln memorial damn so much shit's just been here so cool yeah um just seeing the george washington monument 
also cool as shit. I mean, it's all so cool. Um, the MLK Memorial is actually pretty sick. I think that one looks sick. I haven't seen that one personally because I think it got built after I went there when I was in fifth grade. So, mm-hmm. so a cool little. Which, uh, you know, that took a long time. It took a long time for them to put that one up. Yeah, even when they decided to do it, it took 12 years just because it's uh, yeah. it's quite a process. And it's the only monument not made after a U.S. president in uh, D.C. Oh, did you see any cool like airplanes or helicopters? Nah, none of those. Ah. But I did go in the Capitol. One of the weird things, two weird thoughts. Uh, seeing the White House, I texted this and I was like, I just went that way. People would have to stop me. It's such a weird like <laughs> place to be like no one else like you can pretty can much be. go wherever you want and not like say anything but if i was looking at the white house and i was like if i was like very if i got by some guys they would just have to fucking kill me <laughs> yeah dude, they, <laughs> they, would no they wouldn't even choice. ask questions they would yeah. just this guy this guy is goner you can't let him which him. is nuts because if you try to escape from prison they don't kill you they try to get you yeah. In one piece. Yeah, yeah. But if you fucking start climbing You're the gate of the White House. You're a innocent man who's never done anything <laughs> wrong, but you walk down the wrong hallway and you get lost <laughs> looking for the bathroom in the White House, dude. You're a free yeah. man. You know what's even crazier is that get on the the, fucking ground. Yeah. What's even crazier is to think like there was a time where the White House was like open door. Like you could just walk in. Yeah. You, just go ha- you could just go set up an appointment with the president. And they're like, you paid, yeah, they paid for it. Yeah, there was a, um, yeah, exactly. I forget who, who, who the fuck was it, dude? Some well, actually, was actually like, they didn't, they didn't pay the slaves. So no one paid for it. There was some, there were some journalists back in like the 1800s who literally just like walked in. He just like wanted to get an inter- interview with Andrew Jackson. He just like walked into his office, and Andrew Jackson's like, "Yeah, I've got time." <laughs> like, just some guy. Oh like, yeah, used to be a thing. they used that. to throw parties and shit there. They used to throw parties and shit like they would throw like big old ragers for like days. Like kind yeah. of like showdown turned into like this reverent place, which like sure they did because they just found cocaine there. So I'm sure the parties still rage. I'm sure the party is still rage. Do you get to see the cool parts of the White House, like the bowling alley or the pool? No, I didn't tour the White House. I just I just looked at it oh. from outside. I did tour the Capitol, which is another cool place. That's so cool. Something so the, funny about the tour of the Capitol is that they show you this video where it's like, we all decide on laws here based on morality and things. And I was like, yeah, right. <laughs> More like your pocketbooks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Nancy Pelosi's bank account. The video bitch. was the the fucking intro video is just so funny. It like it if there was an honest intro video, it'd be so good just to be like, and sometimes if there's a business opportunity, we do that 100% of the time. <laughs> Sometimes we fully take advantage of our status and power here. Did you if there's did you money any- in any opportunity, we will jump. We're going to take it. You can bet your bottom dollar. We're going to take it. Um, did you get any, did you get any freedom boners? Mm, no, the whole thing I was just You didn't like, get like any patriotic like swells where you're like, God damn, this place is fucking incredible, dude. No, dude, I, I, I pretty much have zero patriotism, but I'm just like, I respect how Damn, that's kind of sad. I don't care, but I'm like, this place no, I'm gonna is I'm going to get you patriotic one day. I'm so going to get you hyped. Cool. No, I, I want to see I, you hyped on it. I really don't have pride of, of being an American. I have pride in being. Oh, I don't have pride in being American. You're fucking part of this. I system. don't. You were brainwashed. You're brainwashed. I have pride in Why being a human you? being, and I think it's cool, but I don't value any person's fucking where they were born and what happened before them being born. Like, I don't give a shit. You're still ungrateful. All your ancestors who risked their lives coming here just for you to be like, I don't know, this place isn't that good. Yeah, but other people in, like, fucking China had to make sacrifices, too. 
And if they didn't, if that yeah, history didn't choice. play out that way, then that would have changed the course of history over here. So it's like the entire human race has been making sacrifices for everything to be exactly how it is today. So why do I give a yeah, fuck about this- Americans specifically dying? I care about fucking people doing the right thing in history. No matter where you're from. Yeah, I agree, but it's still like fun to be like, actually, America is sick. Uh, those two things can be true at once. I don't want people it's to die. Sick. And it's I sick. I didn't say sick. it wasn't sick. Yeah, that's, all, that's sick. all I'm trying to say, dude. I don't no, to say no, don't flip like, it because I fucking. No, I'm not I, flipping. I, I'm not I got flipping. Pa- I pounced on you. I'm saying. I'm not flipping. I'm not flipping because you pounced on me. You're making me seem like a weak bitch. Oh my no, God. No, you no, just no. fucking. Did you? <laughs> no, I pounced on you. You just did that to me. I pounced on you. I can't believe you just did that to me. You just scarecrow argued it. Like, made me look like a little bitch. You're like, nope, I pounced on you and you got nervous. What? No. You're a weak little bitch, Brave. I never said that. <laughs> Fucking gaslighting me right now? Fuck you, man. Who do you Imagine. think you are? Paul Revere, one if by land, two if by sea, bro. Gaslighting me out the fucking ass about being a fucking patriot, bro. I would have been on horseback, bro. I would have shot a fucking squirrel gun at those red coats, dude. I would have done that. Bro. Your fucking, call. your silly ass would have been fucking hiding in a barn, bro. I would have calling. your ass. Bet you still calling. paid taxes back then, bro. Calling someone out for getting nervous is like the gayest thing ever. That was, so, that was such a good fucking way of doing that. That might be my new favorite way of pissing someone off. No, you got nervous. No, dude, it, you got nervous because I came at you. What? Someone got nervous saying? is like saying you're the ultimate bitch. I'm like, that's the gayest thing. I did not get nervous. Fuck out of I did not get Shut fucking up. nervous, bro. Just a goddamn fucking patriot, bro. So I, saying someone thing. got nervous is better than saying someone got mad. That's like the that ultimate was so fuck funny. you. That's so funny. I'm going to start using that more. Dude, no, you're just saying that because I pounced on you. I didn't even know how to react to that at first. I just knew it upset me. And then I realized what you did. And I was like, no, I'm not going to let you fucking bitch me out like that. I pounced on It's like fucking, here, hold my pocket real quick, little bitch. <laughs> okay, but here's how I'm saying fucking led me by a leash right to that dude you made me look like that is such a great debate tactic that was so good no dude just because you're nervous because i came at you doesn't mean you can say here, here here's the thing here's the thing here's the, i know it is very good here's all i'm saying oh, so good. i define i define patriotism as like personally me i would never make a decision or a sacrifice for a country i would make a decision or sacrifice for the betterment of the human race so all people i'm not gonna die for america i'm not gonna go to war but if there was like a world war and nazi like the not i would go to war if there was fucking Nazis. nazis dude that's what they had it so good back then they had an actual bad guy they had a real legitimate I know. fucking... They had a it bunch of dudes. the world. Yeah, they had a bunch of dudes on meth who all they wanted to do was kill Jews and take over the world. You can be That's like, what I'm saying. I, can, I don't have to feel bad about killing these guys. I'm like, no, not at all. They're bad. And they're mm-hmm. like, shit. Like, that must have been it. That must have been the shit. And then you come home and everyone's like, you're the greatest generation ever. No one's ever going to be as good as you. <laughs> God damn, so here's a plot easy. of land in Oklahoma and a new four to go crazy, dude. Go have a ton of kids, dude. <laughs> and then could you imagine their yeah. surprise when their kids when their kids got an opportunity? They're like, dude, they're, they're bad communists in Vietnam. And then they go and everyone comes up like, you're a piece of shit. I can't believe you just did that. <laughs> or it's like, do you want to go fight I can't terrorism believe, I can't in believe, Iraq? Yeah. And it's like, well, they're actually kind of yeah. torturing them. So it's a little bit of a blurred line. Like, you don't know yeah. if you're really dying for good they cause. They just... So. They just took down a bunch of Wall Street bros in New York, and you're not going to go die for them? <laughs> you're not going to go fucking throw them underwater while they're alive? <laughs> Do you not love America? <laughs> Do you not? 
You're not going to fucking, not fucking put jumper cables on their nipples because you hate fucking America? Dude, you know, the only reason that World War II veterans are heroes <clears throat> is because we were still racist back then. <laughs> That's probably the only way it works. Wait, what? Okay, hear me out, dude. We went over to fucking Japan and we're like burning down civilian huts, <laughs> firebombing, killing millions. We dropped the sun on them, they came home, and they're like, we had to do it. Those people, those things were out of control. <laughs> like they, yeah. I'm like, those those things, <laughs> they were out of control. They needed to chill. <laughs> you know, there is definitely like, there is definitely so many, do- especially back in World War II times. What was that? 19 fucking 34? 40s. 40s. 39 through 45, I think was the war. There was definitely we, we millions of Americans who were like, yep, got nothing better to do. <laughs> Just fucking cut <laughs> oh people's faces off. Dude, do you, have you ever seen? And you get to Band be a martyr. Like it's it's the you've best. seen Band of Brothers, right? Uh, I watched like half. One in the first episode, dude. One of the guys is like talking about how he got recruited, and he's like, "Well, you know, all the boys were signing up, and we were down at the local market, and the recruiter said, uh, you know, who wants to be a paratrooper?'" And we're like, "What the hell is that?" He said, "Well, you jump out of airplanes, and nobody raised their hand." He said, "Well, you make fifty dollars more a month." My hand shot up. <laughs> he's like, "All right, <laughs> fine, I'm jump out of fucking airplanes for fifty dollars more a month." <laughs> That part's shitty. That part's definitely They literally shitty. did. They had nothing better going on. And then, like, mm-hmm. the depression the depression was just going on. They're like, yeah, fuck this place. I'm going to I'm Europe. I'm going on a fuck European yeah. I'm on a European vacation. <laughs> I'm, I'm going shoot to the first dude. And, and I'm, I'm going to shoot, shoot people from got, far away. Yeah, I no... got three goals, dude. I'm, I'm going to kill bad. some guy. Yeah, I'm going to kill dudes <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to fuck somebody's wife in France. And then I'm going to come home. Dude, it's going to be a great adventure. That's it. And I'm gonna get a medal. <laughs> yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna get a, I'm gonna come home and they're gonna make a fucking statue of me in my hometown. Five hundred people, dude. I'm gonna be a goddamn hero. Must have been so sick, dude. Must have been so sick. Things aren't like that anymore. They were in the early two thousands, dude. I do remember being a kid, bro. Nine eleven. I remember being a kid, um, like in like grade school, and some soldier from Jacksonville came home and he had like all of his limbs blown off. And there was this like He's a nugget? giant, yeah, dude. He was there was this giant parade for him in Jacksonville. We went to it. I was in there in my red, white, and blue, holding a flag of like these giant biker gangs rolled down the street and all the firemen. And then he was just sitting on the back of some pickup truck, hook hands, just waving around. Everyone's like, "You're a fucking hero!" Like, yeah. <laughs> I was in my head. I was a mad. Have you ever been on the Harry Potter ride? <laughs> Which one? There's two, aren't there? The first, the OG Harry Potter ride in Orlando. I was imagining yeah. they put him like in a three pronged claw. <laughs> Just like rolling down the street and just like maneuver him into people's faces just for like thanks. Yeah. Look at Sorry. him. Look at him. <laughs> Look what your tax money did. But bro, the way robotic arms move holding like a no limbed man would be so sick. <laughs> just like just doing flips and turns and shit. It'd be so cool. I mean way cooler than what he got. Yeah. I bet you he would have preferred that. Yeah, dude, that's crazy to think about. I kind of forgot about that. I mm-hmm. definitely was brainwashed with patriotism probably more than most people, but I was fucking into it, though. That's all I'm saying. I wouldn't I wouldn't sacrifice anything for my country, but I would sacrifice I would. something for the greater good I believe of the in world. It. Nah, I believe I, I believe that I believe that I some of the ideas so. of this I think some of the ideas of this country are for the greater good of the world. Even the shit I don't agree with. The fact that we don't have to agree is a beautiful thing because in a lot of places so. You don't really get that luxury. I don't think so. Maybe I'm not 100%, but I'm just very suspicious about it. Dude, when I was driving back from Fort Walton with my buddy JP, we got on this hour and a half rant 
about how like it started off with like we were like just driving it was so beautiful and i'm like dude this country has so much abundance like this is just a tiny sliver of like florida and we've seen like all this land and beautiful farms and this is just a tiny tiny piece abundance of what this place mindset. has to offer i'm on that what abundance what? mindset i'm on that yeah yeah so like and then we got in this huge and then <clears throat> turned to super patriotic for a minute we're like can we just like agree that this place is fucking sick we're allowed to like being here and allowed to like being American. He's like, yeah, dude, whatever happened, bro. He's like, you like, you like snapped out of it for a second. He's like, yeah, bro. Like, I don't know. Like, I was like, I, I don't know. I guess my, my point was like, it's like a uniquely American thing to like despise America, like to that sense, like to be like, oh, this place. I don't despise sense. it. Never yeah. said that. No, no. Like it's, it's the same on the left and the right. The right's like, this is a failed state. It's a bunch of fucking reptile people running the show. And then the left is like, this is a failed state. It's absolutely a fascist country. And I can't. <laughs> Why'd you make the left sound gay? <laughs> because they are <laughs> left is gay i made i made the right sound retarded and you said nothing i literally said lizard people and you're like hmm, that's a good point, that's a good point. <laughs> um <laughs> i don't know man don't don't come at me because i fucking pounced on you bro don't worry about it <laughs> i think but uh, i was like but dude i think sorry. in college i think a big part i think I think a lot of us got fucking MK Ultra in college into being like snarky about the US or into like being like a little too hard on it. Like it's still a good fucking thing. It's still a good place. It's not, there's a it lot works. of worse things that could be happening. Yeah, it works. That's what I was telling my friend JP. I was like, I was like, dude, I was like, look, I know there's a lot of you know problems and all but like we also live in a system where no, there's a 98 percent chance you die in a higher social class than you start in so i'm like you can do whatever you want like the two percent are people who either get addicted to shit or fuck their whole lives up but like all you have to do is play the game i was like you could hate it but if you just play the game you have like a hundred percent chance of winning the degree to which you win depends on how hard you play the game but like if you just play the game normal you kind of win you just turn out fine mm -hmm. you just do your job have a family do the things it all just happens like that's not a normal thing in a society ever and we just sit here like oh, so i'm fucking trapped by this fucking system this fucking patriarchy it's fucking me up <laughs> we're like no dude all you just gotta do is get a job and keep your head down you'll actually turn out fine like no one's gonna like it's gonna be okay <laughs> and if crazy. you want to just fucking live in a van like you can no one will stop yeah no one's gonna stop you dude that's also playing the game. You win. The only way in playing by playing the game in America is just like just do what you want to do as long as you're not hurting people and you win like 100 percent of the time almost. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wasn't saying America's bad. I'm just saying. No, yeah, no, definitely take it back. Definitely take back everything you just said. I didn't. I know. I never said America's bad. <laughs> take it back. I don't. I think major vast majority of politicians and the businessmen the people with the most power in America, if they could advance their power into having more control over different countries, they'd do it in a heartbeat. Yep, In they would. a heartbeat. I wouldn't die. And that isn't, that Dude, isn't for America's best interests. That's, that's for their best, best interests. Yeah. And, and I'm not, when I sit here and I would say like, oh, I would die for this country. I'm not talking about those motherfuckers, dude. I'm talking about like, I want my kids to have the same opportunities that I have. I want them to enjoy the freedoms that, you know, we do have here and the good things about this place. I would die for my family and for my, you know, community before I would die for some fucking senator. Mm -hmm. One thing I love about a uh, fucking full metal jacket is the Mickey Mouse thing. Because like these people essentially yeah. like a fraction of their sacrifice, yeah, it was for Disney World. Like it was. Yeah, you It was, dude. He was calling it out. He was calling out the whole fucking thing. Yeah. That's the whole point of that at the end is like, you know, like it is believable that they would sing that while marching because like they're Americans and whatever. And that's a very mm -hmm. American symbol. It's also calling out like the uh, 
corporatization of war. Mm-hmm. I think that movie is, I've watched it recently again, actually, and I think it's a lot more poignant than I gave it the first few, like, than I gave it a chance on the first few times. So the first few times I was just like, oh, cool, a war movie. Uh, and then, like, <clears throat> since then watching it again, like, I found, like, a, a weird, like, I don't know, like almost a, a level of sympathy for a private pile where yeah. I was like, I was like, he's like conscripted into this. He doesn't want to fucking be here. They're whipping him to shape all this shit and like beating, like beating the fuck out of this guy, being tough on him. And he doesn't want to fucking be here. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then like he ends up fucking going crazy and killing himself all for nothing. None of it even mattered in the first place. And on the front line, whether or not he did that or he went out there, he probably would end up dying over there. <clears throat> so I kind of don't blame him. Yeah. Shit's sad, man. Shit's so but sad, bro. I also wanted to say one of the sick things about the MLK monument is that they have cherry uh, blossom trees around the MLK memorial and they blossom at the beginning of April, which is the anniversary of when MLK was murdered, which is pretty sick. That's pretty cool. They've actually been blooming later and later because of global warming, not to make you even more sad about that point. Yeah. Or earlier, earlier and earlier. <clears throat> but um, I Isn't read that thing where Jesus, Jesus actually like uh, was born in like March or something? Yeah, I mean, like technically, he was probably born in like the middle of this, like in the spring or in the summer. But the reason we celebrate his birthday on what we call Christmas, quote unquote, is because of uh, the pagan rituals of like Saturnalia and stuff around the winter solstice. Uh, mm-hmm. So we basically Christians loved to like turn pagan holidays that they also enjoyed and, and make them Christian instead so that like people would be more accepting of Christianity and be like, oh, this is just what we were doing before, but it's just we're doing it for a different reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they did that a lot, which is like you'll see like <clears throat> like Easter is still based around when Pentecost is. Um, so that's why Easter's date changes every year, which is a much more like Judaic way of doing things. It's like how the Jews celebrate their holidays is based off of like lunar calendars and whatever else now. I forget how it goes, but um, but that's why like Easter changes every year it's based off of Pentecost or the it's based off of not Pentecost um Passover Pentecost mm-hmm. is apt so yeah it's kind of interesting but yeah that's why we do that but um it's even crazy do we ever talk about when Jesus just killed that tree yeah we talked about <laughs> just that. A, we talked about oh we did that. yeah we <laughs> okay damn that. dude yeah, that's sorry. so funny yeah the fig tree yeah just fucked that thing up for no yeah yeah dude but dc's dc's super cool i'm glad you went have you been recently no i haven't been since fifth grade when they just give you big old freedom boners and they take you through like arlington and then you watch like the army drill corps at iwo jima memorial and did you tour the capital pomp and circumstance no no we didn't Bro, have you ever seen what the inside of the rotunda looks like no is it insane oh my god dude it looks like you're tripping balls really Every fucking layer on the side is like a different design. And then at the top, it's just clouds opening up with like angels and George Washington just like sitting on a throne. That's so sick. Why is he on a throne? That seems weird. <laughs> because he's, I don't know. <laughs> the but father dude, of the country. Look it up after this. It is fucking insane. It looks like, it looks like just like a kaleidoscopic american I don't, shit i don't know where it is but it's in washington dc and i want to i need to find out where it is but there's a statue you might have seen it you might be able to tell you where it was it's a statue of george washington but he's not like in his military guard he's ripped he's ripped and he's like in <laughs> yeah. a toga <laughs> yeah. yeah they put that in um i think someone mentioned it. it they wanted it to be inside the capitol and they were like nah this is dumb as fuck <laughs> yeah this is like weirdly idolic someone so they, like they moved Washington. it to um someplace mm, like me... insignificant either a museum or just like somewhere kind of outside of the city dude i love that statue though i think that's so sick yeah he's so sexy he's like fucking general washington they also wanted so to hot. bury george washington in the capital but he 
didn't want to do it. They wanted to put him right in the middle of this. That's a uh, weird thing to do. Chamber. Yeah, they wanted to make dude, like, a need... tomb for him, and he was George, like, "Dude, nah, no, thank I know. you. I'll die. Dude. I'll be buried at my house." <laughs> yeah, give give George Washington props, dude. He is so like, dude, he's so fucking American. Like before that even meant anything, he was just like, "Nah, I think I'm done being president. I want to go back to my farm." Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "What? Like, don't be forever." They're like they're like trying to call him your majesty and shit. he's like don't don't do that don't don't do that mm-hmm. like the whole time bro where everyone else is like there's this weird thing about humans where we like want to be ruled like we want a, this ruler this great leader or whatever and the whole time he's like no like quit that's cringe like quit that shit like don't do that i think he i did really actually that about i think he did actually though go with uh his excellency yeah he went with something like that yeah, he did. Because I don't think he wanted he to shake hands or, or like touch. He wanted people to bow to him so, so he didn't have to touch them. Yeah, I he, think that's he true. Dude, yeah, you bro, know what he was good at? They were he was good at retreating. It. Yeah. That's why, he, that's how he won the revolution for us. He knew when to run away. Mm-hmm. He was like, all right, this this isn't going to work. We got to go. Yeah. And you know, you know how much how frustrating it must have been as like some British general. You like sit on a boat for like a, a couple of months and you get here and you, you face off against Washington. You're like, I've got him on his heels. And he's like, all right, pack it up, boys. This one's not going to work out. <laughs> like, you just, no one ever beats him. Must have been so fucking frustrating. That's smart as fuck, though. I mean, if you don't feel it is good so about smart. it, just get out of there. Don't just yeah. like keep pushing with your ego and be like, no, yeah, we must. Having your men die. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I'm saying, dude, Washington is the man. He's literally the fucking. They were gonna bury him in the chamber at the Capitol. That's like, so weird, bro. Even almost without his consent, and then he put in his will, "Don't fucking don't bury do me at the." Don't so even after do he that. died, he's like, yeah, "Please, he knew God, they were gonna do that no." Shit. <laughs> they were gonna do that. She's like, "No." So then they were like, "Bury right, me us. on my plantation in Virginia." <laughs> Yeah, it's fucked up. He still had slaves, though. Yeah, it's the way of the world at the time. What can you do? What can you? You can't. That's that's the past. Another props to America, dude. Yes, we've had a lot of fuck ups. We've had a lot of blunders. Haven't we? Like every single time, though, like fixed it or at least tried yeah. to fix it. You know what I'm saying? People like are like, mm, and, like reparations. Like it's like, dude, at least we did something about it. Like could <laughs> chill. That shit could have just kept going. Like at least we got upset about it. <laughs> did you? Uh, did you look up? Not look up, but I mean, did you read that thing about the Amistad, that slave ship thing that I sent you? No. It's when you said sick. Amistad, I kept thinking of uh, that song by the Fray. <laughs> so, On the uh, corner of first and Amistad. This is kind of cinematic. Lost so and insecure. This is, this is actually kind of sick that America did this while slavery was happening. So basically, the Amistad was the name of a slave ship that took, I believe, North Africans, um, took them across a in a, in a slave ship. And while they're on the boat, are you listening? No, I just got incredible news. What? Breaking news. Breaking news. That's a part of my take. Uh, my brother just sent me the Bengals announced their uniforms. And on the Monday night football game I'm going to on September 25th in Cincinnati, they're wearing white. They're wearing the whites, bro. I don't know if you had the fucking whiteout game. And they're putting, they're putting, oh, you're going to love this real quick. Sorry. I, I want to hear your story. But okay, so they're putting Chad Johnson, Chad Ochocinco in the in the ring of honor at the game we're going to. And look, look what I got, dude. Look what I found at a thrift store in Tampa. It's meant to be. <laughs> I'm so fucking stoked. Brady just showed me a Chad Johnson. So yeah, so you're saying something fucked up about slaves or something? <laughs> yeah, and then this white guy was like, but wait, they're having a whiteout and we're all going to wear white and it's going to be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> there was a white guy who did that. <laughs> all right, anyway. He called himself a grand wizard or something? All right, this is all right, actually Go great. back to the slaves. All right, this restart your story, dude. Sorry. The Amistad was a slave ship. They took a bunch of North Africans. I believe it was North Africans. 
uh, to America to be slaves. And while they were on the ship, the slaves were like, fuck this. They revolted violently and they took over the ship, but they didn't know how to sail the ship. So they basically, I think they killed the captain. <coughs> and then they left some of the crew because they knew how to work the ship. So they were like, take us back to Africa right fucking now. Right now. <laughs> so they sail back turn to this, Africa. Turn this fucking boat around. Don't make <laughs> they, me turn this boat around. They sail back Do you think they scolded them like that? Do you think they got like chirpy with the with the sailors? Like, don't make me turn this boat around. I'll take you to America right now. <laughs> <laughs> but bro, listen to listen to this, because this is kind of silly. They're like basically they're they start sailing back to Africa, so they're like, okay, don't kill us. Then apparently all of the slaves would go to bed at night and they just sail right back to America. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> like they didn't have other they people stay them. up they to had, like watch you right <laughs> also they had no idea what they were doing they're in the middle of the atlantic ocean they're like go to africa and they're like we are <laughs> like they would have yeah. no way of knowing any different <laughs> they'd have, they're like okay as if you say so we don't we don't they have know no idea the ocean and we can't track stars they're just like just trust you guys who just kidnapped us we trust you to take don't us kill us and like we cross our hearts <laughs> hope to die we're gonna take you home so yeah, basically you must, could you imagine did you could you imagine the moment they all went to bed all the sailors on the top deck must have just been like, <laughs> like, like the whole time. <laughs> they're like they, they finally they're like like the the, whole, the day they get taken over everyone's like yes of course yes we will take you back to africa right when they go to bed they're like we're going to america right and they're like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude <laughs> And the, the sigh of relief through most of the guys who were just like, okay, they fucking thank God. Oh, God, dude. I thought you were actually going to do it for a minute there. You scared me, dude. Like, dude, you're a good actor. And little do you know that's like John Wilkes Booth's great-great-grandfather. So that's where he got his acting skills from. It's in his blood. <laughs> like, dude, you're a great actor. You had them. You had them convinced. So, bro, basically, what do you think? What do you think their reaction was when they made it to America? The bunch of like unchained slaves, and they're like, oh, you got us. You're bamboozled. What are you doing? Uh, Is that Bill Cosby? <laughs> no, I was doing. I was doing Curb. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The slaves wake up and there's like a, just a, they're surrounded by navy ships and they're just like uh oh oh uh, roll yeah so basically oh, no. they they go to uh they land in Long Island and they get seized by a U.S. naval ship they get taken in and they have to go to court because not only are they like slaves but they're also uh they're like they killed the captain so now they're on trial and they might just fucking hang these guys who swoops in but John Quincy Adams who doesn't have to defend them like these guys are going to get hung and he argues actually because they revolted against the captain who is american they deserve their freedom and that's a symbol of their humanity that they want to live that bad damn he that makes... must have pissed off all the that was actually t the slaves of the other slaves got a hold of that information <laughs> yo what <laughs> what, what? <laughs> But this was in Long Island. Like, this, this was not what, making they're just like, they're like, And they're like, they're like, that's what we all want to do. Does that not make <laughs> us all human? Wait, we can do that? <laughs> Dude, I was, I, I heard this clip from like a, the, the uh, Alexander Hamilton book where like when he lived in, I forget where he lived. I think it was St. Croix. Where like they used to have to have drills 
like like how we mm-hmm. have like fire drills and school shooter drills they would have slave revolt drills where like they would like ring the bell in the town all the men would have to like run to the church and grab guns and they're like i was good like you made it in you know 10 minutes this time <laughs> like <laughs> they they knew they were outnumbered and they were just like they were literally like all right these guys we captured they're like okay we're gonna give you machetes give you swords we just want you to cut the sugar and do nothing else nothing else and they're like they just trusted. They just fucking right. trusted, bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Haitians, they got it right, bro. They did it right. Honestly, yeah. honestly good for Haiti. They fucking did it. <laughs> but basically, the end of the story is that John Quincy Adams, through like just a passionate speech, fucking cuts through the heart of racist senators and gets them permission to go back to Africa on a boat. So all those slaves who were about to get hung, John Quincy Adams was like, nah, not on my watch. They got to take a boat. Stay. Just go- they got to go He's back like, to go, Africa. Just go home. That's cool. Because that's what they wanted. That's fucking crazy. Because it wasn't. This was before eighteen hundreds. Even this was like seventeen ninety. That's that's honestly really poetic because you know his dad John Adams. Mm -hmm. He was the lawyer who defended the the British regulars who started the Boston Massacre, Mm. and he got them off. He didn't. It was like he didn't try them as murderers. He like got them off. Basically argued that like it was you know that it was a riot and everything else, and people fucking hated him for it. But he was true to the law. That's why he was such a good founding father and such a good statesman. It's like, I don't care how badly I want the British to get the fuck out of here. It needs to be done right. Yeah, it's fucking sick. So it's kind yeah, of that, was, that his son kind of did something similar. Yeah, that was the one thing that I read in the museum that I was like, damn, that is so fucking cool. That's pretty sick. Yeah. That is pretty sick. Also, <laughs> but in a weird slaves, way, bro, pretty got, fucking funny, they, dude. If the if they got slaves caught wind of that. <laughs> dude, that's the same kind of shit, like... Like the whole Juneteenth what? thing is, you know, like Juneteenth is when like the news made it to Texas that the slaves were free. It was like mm-hmm. two years after the Civil War ended. I'd be so pissed. <laughs> yeah, bro, that couldn't have been like a that couldn't have been a peaceful transition. No, you know what I mean, no, no. like you never hear stories about that. They don't just go like, well, see you guys. <laughs> no, they bamboozled. They bamboozled them again, dude. They did indentured servitude. They're like, all right, fine. Uh, that way, I'll start north. paying. I'll start paying you to work on my land, but you got to buy it from me if you want some of it. And they put them back in debt and they basically just made them slaves to money instead. Yeah, there was a plan. There was a plan in place before Lincoln was shot to give every freed slave like I think it was like uh, I don't remember. It was eight acres. Yeah, it was like eight acres and forty thousand dollars. We had a ton of land at the time. That was like mm-hmm. unsettled before, you know, we had made the Louisiana purchase, but like it's before we conquered the West. So we're like, yeah, go out there. Here's some money. Here's where your eight acres are. Go do it. And Lincoln and then, was originally, and then he got shot. Lincoln was originally for slavery. Or at least he was more like, hey, everyone's way of life shouldn't be touched. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he just didn't want to go to war. But then when he did, you can no, say originally, that. No, originally he was like, he was That's like, just politics. That was politics. Yeah. He was against slavery. He was against slavery, and here's how you can tell. Because when the war did start, he did take a hardline stance against slavery. It wasn't like, I just want this to end and everyone go back to the way it was. No, he literally made the Emancipation Proclamation while he wasn't even control of the South. The South was its own country at that point. It was the Confederacy, and he was like, all the slaves are free. Drops a mic. So he made sure that <laughs> he made the war about slavery. He made sure to make it about them. Yeah. He took advantage of it. And thank God he did. And it was. Like, bro. <laughs> Oh, it totally was, like, bro. I was raised, dude. I was raised in a place say, where they told me it was about railroads and states' rights. People, so, people who in say, retrospect, yeah, nope, it was about slaves. People who say like the the, the, the states' rights and railroad arguments are a part of it, but they go Confederate flag wasn't racist. It was that's heritage. Not, it's like, bro, it's what is different? You still got biscuits and shit. Like the only thing that is not around is you still you slaves. have to go to work now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what you don't like. 
Oh, dude, honestly, that's probably the most work they ever did in their lives was going to war. <laughs> actually, yeah. a lot of those dudes that actually fought in the war, the ones that actually died for that flag, did not have slaves. <laughs> the Confederate? Those are the poor. Yeah, dude, those were the poor whites. The ones oh, who yeah. owned slaves weren't doing the fucking fighting. Are you kidding? Mm-hmm. Those are poor yeah. whites. They're like, don't interrupt our way of life. That's probably we most, like this the way that it is. That's probably most people fighting for something though. Like protesters aren't rich. You know what I mean? They're just hoping that one day things turn around for them. They can. You're saying they're like hoping they're fighting for, for the chance one day that they would have a slave of their own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, Possibly, yeah. dude. The truth is, slavery was on its way out. It was going to be antiquated in like the next. 50 years anyway. Oh, yeah, definitely, especially in America. It was done. Yeah, we were industrializing. In fact, the North kind of saved the South's ass from shooting itself in the foot by not industrializing. Mm. But they didn't have the railroads or other things. I mean, some of that played in. It was definitely about slavery. And in my opinion, the Confederate flag is problematic, but I don't also think that there's something uniquely American about it that can be as a, as a, uh, a testament to what was done there is they did stand up and fight for what they believed in against a government that they believed to be tyrannic. They were wrong, but they did it. And so that flag is kind of a reminder that like, you don't have to conform. You don't have to sit there and just agree with the government. If something's wrong, you can stand up and fight. So that's, that's the pro Confederate. Now is that to to look at it and get emotional is like, all right. (laughs) Yeah. That's a little much dude. Relax. It's It's actually way better now. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, and, but does that flag also have different meanings for other people? Yes. But has it also, had different meanings because of its use after the civil war also yes mm-hmm. so like you got to think of it this way that is a, when people say that's heritage they're not always talking about slavery dude like some dude's daddy or some dude's granddaddy was flying a confederate flag on his fucking tank out in world war ii chopping down germans so like to him it has a different meaning to the guy whose great 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 granddaddy owned 300 slaves mm-hmm. it's like a symbol of like that was the mississippi regiment that's what we've that's what we wrote under in world war ii yeah well i take it into context i love uh life i'm not racist i am american no we're not we just shit on the confederacy we hate it dude yeah they're yeah, they were pretty Sucks. dumb. That's one of the how cool could, things about my family. How could you suppress the, the coolest people? I get in that. The world. I get to enjoy it. Yeah, right. I get to enjoy being a Southerner, but I was born in the North, so I don't have to agree with all the other shit. I can be like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Hey now. Yeah, you were born. You were you born in Ohio? Yeah, man. Dude, the Underground Railroad Museum is in Cincinnati, dude. That was the end of the Underground Railroad. You Across the that, Ohio River, you're in the north. You got that battleground blood in you. The yeah, swing state blood. Nah, dude. Kentucky was neutral during the Civil War. They didn't pick a side. I'm just saying, like, voters you know that? in Ohio. Oh, yeah. I got that swing state energy, bro. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck. Oh. We're in an hour. Yeah. Last we're time I looked, good. we were at 19 minutes. It's yeah, crazy. Dude, we're having a good conversation. You know what else is crazy, dude? There's I don't know if this song is problematic and we should look it up, but there's like a British song that like is called like We Shall Never Be Slaves or something like that. Okay. And they like they would sing that a lot during World War II. But like it's like a historical British song. Yeah. It's like a historical British song. That's I gotta awesome. look it up. I don't know if it's problematic or not. It's probably problematic, right? If the British were singing it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the fucking they're, they're the organizers doing the of the transatlantic slave trade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, like, but we will not be them. But we will not be the slaves. <laughs> we would say, no, thank you. We will never be slaves. <laughs> Dude, I've been on a huge World War II binge. Huge. Yeah. After watching, okay, after watching They Should Not Grow Old, which is about World War One, I, I started watching like the World War Two and Color stuff on Netflix, but all like the, the paths to victory and stuff. Oh, yeah, how's that? How's that? And, and then I series? watched Dunkirk. 
I finished it. It's really good. It's really funny because like they make Europe, they look, they make the fight in Europe like so civilized. Like the the guys coming back from the Western Front in Europe were like, you know, like, I could really see myself in those boys. And there's moments where I realized, you know, they weren't so different than, than I. And then like the dudes in the Pacific were like, they were fucking monsters. They were just throwing fucking babies up and catching them with bayonets. We had to kill those motherfuckers, dude. They were gonna fight to the death, dude. I saw them crash a plane into a fucking boat. And they like, that's why I was like, planes are for the sky, boats are for the water. They ain't supposed to mix. <laughs> it's just Sorry. like one of the funniest dynamics of the whole thing of the whole war is like somehow dude japan and germany were tied together and we don't really talk about it much but they were like you know there were like summits in germany where they were there and those must have been hilarious times for them to for like because the japanese thought they literally thought they were like the superior race in the world like they did Mm -hmm. just like the germans did so like how did they get along dude because they are not <laughs> the same race at all like they were, mm -hmm. were like there's like yeah guys got a good thing going but once this war is over <laughs> we're gonna find out who's the best yeah, it's such a were, weird dynamic dude they had some dark stuff going on Dude, the Japanese were like, it was such a foreign concept to the Americans when they fought the Japanese. Because, like, Americans, we fought, and, like, a whole part of, like, our way of fighting is, like, trying to make sure. It's not about how many men can we throw about it. It's, like, how many men can we get to survive this? It's about, like, saving lives and, like, having our soldiers last the war, you know, and be able to make it home and, and all that. And the Japanese are like, if you don't fucking go down, like, if you don't kill people as you're dying, like, you, the emperor will purge your soul to hell. Like, they yeah. were, like, they did not care about their own lives. They're, like, your whole life purpose is to save. They're, like, a fucking swarm of bees, dude. They're, like, you will save the emperor at all costs, including your own life, and you won't complain about it. And, like, if you did, they were, like, dishonor to your family. Yeah. And then it's, like, you know, it's, like, that must have been so, like, insane. If you don't crash just to watch these dudes on heroin, yeah, literally. you don't like our country. <laughs> literally, dude. That's what the Americans have been, like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, why are they doing this? Oh my god, what are they stop, doing? Dude. <laughs> what are they doing? Must have been insane, dude. I can't, but yeah. And now Japan is like the sickest fucking country in the world. Yeah, dude, because we westernized and we dropped the sun a couple times. I'm like, all right, all right. Whatever you guys are doing, we're on board now. <laughs> we're on board. You know, but they're also board. just like, you know what? Any opportunity where a video game can be there, let's do that. <laughs> 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 that was basically their game plan. They're like, yeah, whatever that feature is. Let's just put that everywhere. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. No, dude, I think I think that might have been part of their culture too. Is like they're like we were bested by a better we were bested by a better enemy. Let's let's become like them. Obviously, their way of living works better. They and so they just no, they don't live the like best. us, bro. They just went super hard at the entertainment route. They're just like everyone That's, loves yeah. content. We're doing and that. the production. Are you kidding me? Their industry is insane. Yeah, game shows are nuts in japan they don't even make any sense everything's they're just fucking i fucking amazing. love the. i love the japanese dude i want to go to japan really bad yeah we should dude let's do I it i think it's so sick let's do it that'd be I'm so trying sick to get it. i was trying thinking to get about a on a road job. trip i was i just had a yeah dude that'd be sick i just went on a road trip with my buddy like up to fort walton that made me think i was like dude road tripping with the boys would be a lot of fun. Oh, like i want to I, I would love yeah dude i would love to take a trip with like like everyone individually, like I'd love to go on a trip with you. I'd love to go on a trip with Roy and Carter and Joe, like all individually, just like, you know, mm -hmm. nice mm -hmm. little like long drive type thing. It's so fun, dude. It's low key so fun. No, high key tripping with your, going on a trip with your boys. It's, it's so sick, especially road tripping, like in a car for a while and you're just like listening to music and that's what life's all about. about bullshit. It's so sick, dude. It was so sick. He was like so apologetic because I had to take him back to Orlando to like pick up his keys before I went to Lakeland. I was like, no, dude, this is sick. Let's just, just let it run. <laughs> Let's do it, brother.
Yeah. Yeah. Nice. It's good times. I feel like I had yeah. something else. I could keep going on about the World War II because I wanted to, the fucking thing that gets me is the fucking it gets me so hyped, bro. But Winston Churchill's like after they got back from Dunkirk and he's like, we shouldn't be celebrating. Like we should understand this is a defeat. Like that this isn't you know a triumph. But anytime we can get our boys home, like it's a good thing. And he's like, but this is just the beginning, and we will fight them on the beaches. And we'll fight them in the mountains and in the forests. We will fight them in the cities and in the streets. I guess we fired the fuck up. And in the skies and in the sea. Like, yo. And then they did it. So sick. Mm. You know something strange that I thought about that's kind of deep? Might It might be gay, but at the same time, I think I do want to hop off the pod, but we should end with this because this is an interesting thought. So the idea of like um, everyone... Actually, we can talk about something... Maybe a little bit more because I am fired up on also subconscious suggestion and hypnotism. But uh, actually, can we actually pause so I can pee real quick before I get into this? Yeah. Okay, pause in three, two, one. Too late. One. Uh, Let's say the same thing at the same time so that I can basically sync up the audio. Let's say. uh, What word do you want to say? Come at the same time. Three, two, one. Come. Come. That was perfect. Okay. Um, Here's what I was going to (laughs) say. That's going to be so funny in post. All right. Say the same thing at the same time. Line up. <laughs> Come. Okay. All right. Uh, we're in. we're back. Oh yeah, I was basically just like writing. This is, I don't think this is very profound, but I just wanted to share it. But I was like the the argument of why you should be nice to people is that um you know yours you're born into like this crazy thing of like the human experience and you have no idea what the fuck's going on and you don't know uh the future and everything's very scary and so you should be a nice person just to make it that much more bearable because everything's super hard and everyone's going through For the every- same thing and everyone's yeah, going through everyone's going through that crisis yep. shit is just so confusing and that is the same exact argument for why you should give up yeah isn't that crazy yeah, it is. It is the same argument because nothing matters and blah, 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 and whatever. It's the same base of the argument. In fact, I've had this – dude, I had this whole thing last year when I was going – when I was going through my shit, son, dude. <laughs> I, I had this conversation where I had somebody who I knew very well who had the opposite viewpoint basically. And it's when I coined this thing I like to call like the significance of insignificance. And that is, okay, let's take the let's take the nihilistic approach. Let's say, yeah, it doesn't matter if you ever existed or not. Your existence is futile. And if you were never born, no one would ever know and it wouldn't have made a difference. And if you didn't exist, you know, right now, it would make a difference because people know you, whatever else, blah, blah. But like it doesn't in the grand scheme of things, like you don't matter, sure. But the significance of realizing your insignificance is you do exist. And you are here. So you can continue to choose to do nothing about it or to be hurtful and to bring negativity in, or you can choose to do the best with that opportunity. You don't even have to call it a gift. You don't even have to acknowledge that it's a good thing. It's an opportunity. And it's up to you whether or not you're going to make it harder for everyone else or if you're going to you know, just be good and do something. Who was the guy who who did that first line of reasoning that was like, if God isn't real or if he isn't, um, the safest bet is still doing the right thing? Who did that? I'm not sure. I think it was a... I don't I think know, it was a, but it is. I think it was a saint or something, but basically, like, if God isn't real, you do the... Either you do the right thing or you do the wrong thing, it doesn't matter. But if God is real, if you do the right thing, then it does matter. And if you do the wrong thing, it really matters and it's not going to be good for you. Um, and since you don't know either one, either one, you should bet on God being real because either way, yeah. either you get the long sleep and then you don't have to worry about anything again and at least you did the right thing or maybe you get reincarnated when you could have gone to heaven and I don't know about you but life is very fucking long and I don't want to do this again. Maybe we will. Maybe when we get reincarnated, it'll be even I wouldn't better. Mind, I wouldn't mind doing this a couple more times, dude. 
This shit's awesome. Maybe I wouldn't mind doing it a couple times, but if the other option is like, hey, you can actually just fucking create anything you want and just contribute to the expansion of the universe in another dimension, I would be like, I think I'm gonna take that actually. I would take that one. I would take I would join I would join the singularity if it means I'd I get like, to help I really don't want to go through puberty again and have my fucking dick everywhere. Yeah, I don't want to get my fucking heart ripped out of my chest again. Yeah. I don't want to deal with that. I don't think you I don't think you'd live the same life. That doesn't make any fucking sense to me. I'm not saying that, yeah. but it's like it's it's an inevitability of life that your heart's gonna get broken. Oh yeah. You gotta experience it. I think everyone does. Um but yeah, I just wanted to bring that up because I was like, dude, just be the same reason why maybe you're in a bad mood and you're not doing anything. The same exact reasoning is can be used I know there's to more. do the right I know thing. Can be. And then you just get to feel yeah. good. You just get to feel good all the time yeah. instead of doing the other thing and feeling bad. Like feeling bad is it fucking sucks. So why don't you use your nihilistic reasoning yeah, you're right. and be like, you know, what? actually, I should you're be so good. Right, dude. Just I'm being so, a hypocrite. Just, I am being a hypocrite. You know what I mean. That is why I'm miserable is because I'm being a hypocrite. Because I'm not doing the right thing. I know exactly what I'm doing wrong. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched porn in fucking I'm being three and a half weeks. I haven't watched porn in three and a half hours. <laughs> That's what you're doing. <laughs> no, that was not. I was taking a nap. Okay. I also wanted to talk about, I think we talked about this on episode three. I just thought that'd be funny to say. It was funny. It was good. Uh, yeah. I think we talked about this on episode three about subconscious suggestion. I've been looking more into it, getting more educated on it. And it's actually what's kept me off the pornography. Maybe I mentioned this last episode too, but. <laughs> the pornography. Basically, the idea is. This shit's kind of fucked up. Basically, the idea is, and I feel like everyone knows this, everyone has a conscious and a subconscious. Basically, conscious is you trying to do something and focusing on something. The subconscious is your actions that you result to when you zone out. So, like, you mindlessly scroll Instagram and then you don't even, like, realize how long you're doing it for. Uh, you subconsciously like say you want to be loyal to your partner and then subconsciously you zone out and you look at a girl's butt and then you realize you're doing it and you're like oh shit i want to be faithful don't look at that that's just, that's the yeah. subconscious at play it makes you do things and it makes you have thoughts as well so you have like sexual thoughts and then you have the conscious decision to either engage with them or push them out and so you shouldn't feel guilty yeah. about like subconscious like the, the gatekeeper have you ever like have you ever heard like the gatekeeper theory Mm-mm. or the guard the guard at the gate theory that like it's basically what your like ego is is like the the gatekeeper of your mind so like all these things are constantly bombarding your like your conscious thought from your subconscious thought and you've got like a little gatekeeper there who decides what comes through and what doesn't mm-hmm. like in a way like in a sense like it's a part of your brain it decides like, that's a very you know, cool way to think about it or like an epic romantic way i think of him as just like a bouncer honestly yeah basically dude it's just that's all it is it's just like a little bouncer yeah you, know, you can't come in here <laughs> we're not gonna think about that that's <laughs> fucked up you can come on through though let's let's see what he thinks about that and then and then you get to be like the the manager you get to be like the you get to be like the promoter of the club Mm-hmm. You could be like, get the fucking guy out of here. Get him the fuck out of here right now. I was having a good time. Get him out right now. But basically, uh, subconscious suggestion is... Or another good thought. And you're like, that guy's a party. Bring him in. Subconscious <laughs> suggestion and hypnosis is kind of like... It's like uh, putting the bouncer through like more training. You know what I mean? So basically... Yeah, turning him from a bouncer into like a royal guard. Yeah. So I've basically been looking at uh, this guy named Joe Dispenza. I want a secret. Joe Dispenza. Have you ever heard of that guy? No. I've heard of Joe Mama, though. He's kind of a nice. He's kind of like a pseudoscience-y guy <laughs> that people like kind of brush off because he says some hooey-fooey Donald Duck type shit sometimes. But I've been reading this book. I mean Donald Duck type shit. Yeah, I've been reading this book. Uh, and like some stuff you're like, I don't know what you're talking about, bro. But uh, cool. And then some things you're like, oh, shit, that makes so much sense. And it makes me mad when people like uh, when people like brush off. This sounds gay as fuck. It sounds 
it makes me mad when people brush off Jordan B. Peterson and like deny his whole existence and like shut him out because of some like political views he has or just opinions he has about men and women. Or you do that all the time. I do. I do. But listen, but listen, I do because he is wrong about a lot of shit. Obviously, he doesn't have a lot of the answers or he'd be a fucking prophet. So, yeah, he's wrong about a lot of yeah, shit. Yeah, but he also says But that he also says that. some great shit. And so that's the yeah. fucking balance that you have to take when reading a book. It's like, yeah, not everything's going to be right. And you don't just go like, okay, this is. Jordan B. Peterson's self-aware, though. And he's like, I'm not perfect. He's like, I'm <laughs> no, not no, 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 not nowadays. Nowadays, he's he so literally sure says himself. No, he's pretty. On certain things, he should be. I mean, I guess. When it comes to, like, free speech shit, yeah, he should be sure of himself about that shit. Yeah. He should call out the establishment. And a lot of the things we sit there and call him gay for isn't even our problem. He's talking to, like, the fucking Canadian government, which is a lot more strict than ours. Okay, but now, bro, he tweets, like, a hundred times a day, and he's just posting, like, Joker photos over, like, liberal tweets. <laughs> like, it's so gay. Like, bro, get off your phone. <laughs> He really, he really is the embodiment of we live in a system. He became a boomer. He is a boomer now. Like he's old as fuck. People yeah. gotta understand that he's been, yeah. he's been sucked in just like every other boomer. But he is smart about the Bible, and he's smart about. Uh, I like it. I like some of his like. I do. That's like what I'm saying. Some of his, you have to like e some of everyone's stuff, and, obviously. Yeah, and I like, I like his stuff about us, dude. I like his stuff about like disenfranchised young dudes. He's like, why? And they're like, you know, they're always like, why is your demographic these dudes? Like, because somebody's got to talk. Somebody's got to care about them. All right, we're not gonna. Somebody I mean, needs to take care. Of I don't them. want to praise Jordan B. Peterson right now. That's not what I'm trying to talk about. Because honestly, I'm gonna praise him. I like him. I do like him, and I owe him a lot of credit for where I'm at right now. But not anymore. Like, I don't need him anymore be honest but uh damn you're like you're gonna be like the prodigal son one day you're gonna be like i didn't miss it no bro i'm just saying i owe him a huge chunk i owe him a lot of respect and thanks i just appreciate him for that that's it all right moving on now what are you saying about i'm on a joe dispenza basically i leech onto someone and i i take their ideas and then i make them into my own personality and then i go fuck you you're a piece of shit see ya you're done. Bye. Yeah, I don't I'm like done you leeching. You're like you're like you're like Andy from the Nightmare Sequence and and Toy Story too. I don't want to play with you anymore. I am, but no, I'm honestly just saying. I'm, I'm saying that about Jordan B. Peterson because I believe that he makes such a more profound impact on the society when he's just talking about self help. Where now he's solely occupying his time with politics and it's like bro that's not what you were yeah, saying yeah i agree with do. that guy he needs to stop doing that I like agree. bro you're not gonna it's not what he's first of all do. ben shapiro is better than you so why the fuck are you doing this <laughs> like yeah ben shapiro dude ben shapiro is kind of goaded at dunking on libs he kind of i don't is. like ben shapiro either i mean he's cool but like yeah but that's his thing jordan peterson being if you just stuck to self-help you'd be the goat like he would be goaded. yeah yeah so that part makes me mad. Where I'm, that's why. I, he I don't didn't, really but dude, he didn't want to be a part of all this. Dude, they forced his hand into all of this. They knew what they were doing. I understand, but he's also evolved past just the. Uh, you know, he like did not tranny stuff. He denies the existence of trans. I feel. Oh, he doesn't. You don't think he does? I don't think he denies their existence. Credibility. He just says they need serious help. Yeah, he says they need help because they do. Nah, I think there's some real ones. He's not saying, dude, yeah, but he's, yes, but dude, the answer isn't cut your dick off and turn it into a Neo badge. Maybe The not. answer How is, you know? let's, let's help you out. Let's help, because they still want to kill themselves after. Because their suicide rates are fucking non-proportionally fucked up. I agree with them. I say give, give them the resources, but it's the same argument of like, don't get into abortion. <clears throat> but it's also like, you can though, and you can uh, live with that life post 
uh, transition and the information is all out there for you to see the opposite view. So like at the same time, yeah, live your life your however you want to live. Whatever. And being a transsexual, Dude. I'm still fucking vibing, writing my stories. Doesn't affect me. Hope the best for you, brothers. Here's, I know we always joke about me going on those rants. My honest opinion on the matter is that I do care about them. I do acknowledge their existence and that people feel that way. Mm-hmm. and that they are that way i just don't think the answer is transition i don't think that helps anyone i don't even think that helps them and it's like if you see somebody who needs help you don't just give in to what they what they ask for you give them what they need you know what i'm saying it's like it's like dude if you had a kid one day right and let me just say cancer, let me just say it's not the answer to all their problems obviously getting a vagina like yeah the fact that i'm a man proper help would be doesn't make me sorry the fact that i'm a biological man with a penis and i'm in the right body that doesn't just make me set for life bro i still gotta do everything else so like yeah exactly yeah it's not gonna solve all their problems but maybe they will feel better about themselves if that's how they want to be sure and then maybe there'll be some people obviously who detransition so i'm like eh you know do whatever the fuck you want to do but yeah i just you know i kind of agree with like the uh, there's part of me that libertarian in me who's like yeah you know what at the end of the day i do what you want i'm not responsible for you but then there's the other part of me that's like does feel responsible for my fellow man isn't that crazy no no, i'm sorry that's crazy to be like actually i know what's best i'm not in your mind but i think i know no i'm not saying that it's that i want what's best and what i'm saying is like now you're saying (laughs) i think what's best no what i'm saying is some things are so clearly not what's best for anyone how do you know because mutilation is not good ever self-mutilation is not a good thing you're circumcised there's no circumstance no scenario yeah i didn't ask for that dude but it's fine like i don't get yeast infections but you probably would have done it because you'd be more comfortable without a hood because it looks better and girls like okay okay i I guess i see your point on that front but that's completely different and you also said that you liked fake tits (laughs) (laughs) okay that's fine neither of those things are taking away from anything that was naturally already there only you know making it better i guess i don't know what i'm saying is like you probably shouldn't skin graft your fucking forearm to make a fake dick and put it on your vagina it's probably not good for you that's a lot different than a circumcision or fake tits it's not like as simple as like here's your plastic cock go on your way it's not like that all the problems that are you know what happens in those operations like nothing on the brain nothing that changes the way they think in the first place so it doesn't really solve anything all i'm saying is from my point of view as someone who genuinely does care as much as I'm seen as this outsider and like maybe like ton shit, it's like, okay, my point was my anecdote I was going to tell you is like, okay, say, say one day you have a son mm-hmm. and he gets cancer and they have to put like a tube down his throat and everything and all this. And he's like, dad, make him stop. I don't want this. I don't want, I don't want this. Are you going to, are you going to make him stop? Or you, you know, what's best for him. You do know what's best for him. And you know that he can survive. All he has to do is go through this treatment. You're not going to sit there and listen to your fucking kid, even though you want to, even though you wish you could stop it. You're going to do what's best for him, which is to let him get treated. Right. I mean, trans is not killing exactly not exactly you're saying life or death stakes. no i'm saying you just no no you're no, saying no, no, life no, no, or death no, stakes no. and then trans is like it's just personal these are preference. they are arguing it's life they are literally arguing it's life or death stakes that like i might kill myself if i don't get this you know <laughs> they say that shit they do that all right well don't tell me they don't that might this will change everything i will be happy and so the, the point being is like mm, i don't think everyone i don't think just I, don't because, say everyone's no, saying that but, not everyone's saying i know i know it's not everyone but tyler what i'm saying is just because someone's like this is what's best for me doesn't mean it's what's best for me. yeah 
obviously no one knows exactly what's best for them and only time will tell so like so i'm not just gonna sit there idly by and watch my fellow man you know profit off the mutilization of people who need actual help i think we can all we're like yeah sure we'll do the surgery we'll make money on it. i think we can all agree that's why they do it we can that's why they push it we can all agree on both sides of the argument it's a gamble we'll say we'll leave it at that (laughs) (laughs) gotta know when to fold them no yeah (laughs) No one to walk away, no one to run. You don't want to stretch it out. And count no your money while you're sitting at the Turn table. Turn the man. folds or stretch yeah. it out into a deck. No one to stretch it out. <laughs> you got to know when to stretch it. Yeah. Know when to fold it. Make it fake hold again. I mean, personally me, run. personally me, I'm going to take the way of Socrates and say, I'm the, I'm, I know because I do not know. And I, I'm not going to sit here and say, I know what's best for people. Don't know I what's hope best you for take society. the Socrates route, bro. Every time you take the Socrates route, I'm gonna take the Diogenes route. I'm I gonna hope get, like, you such take a fucking the idiots, bro. I hope you take the Socrates route because I'm going full Diogenes on your. You ass, can do that. You can really. do that. It's fine. All right. Behold a man. Okay, whatever you say, Socrates. <laughs> oh man, that was fire. Yeah. Uh... I'm telling you, Diogenes was the guy. There's a guy. It was Diogenes. Yeah, I don't even know. What, One of my favorite Diogenes. Remember where we're at in this conversation, but I feel like I don't know. But I'm I feel like this that, was I am this, tell Diogenes this was our most constructive conversation about this that we've had on this podcast. Yeah, and I think this was Dude, actually Gen- this was actually quite progressive. And I bet there would be trans people that listen to it that'd be like, "No, it was not. You fucking piece of shit." But yeah, probably we think it because I didn't agree with everything they said. Which is, we think it okay. is. This is our truth. Fine. This is our experience. No, there's no our truth. There is the truth. That's it. There is no your truth and my truth. There is the truth, and that is it. I don't think that's true. Actually, the truth is not subjective. There is one truth, but everyone has their own subjective and problems and things that they should. Show. Yeah, because we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't know all the answers. But there is one truth. Mm, I don't know. And we can't make we can't make up our own truth. Like for no, some, like for some that's people, not how, that's not how it works. For some, that's perverse. For some people, it would be bad for them to drink alcohol. For some people, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So that's a subjective truth. No, that's the truth. It's the truth that things are subjective sometimes. <laughs> No, it's not. <laughs> and that's what you just said. No, it's the truth. The truth is, yeah, some people can drink, some people can't. Sucks. Sorry. Damn. So you know the truth? No, I'm not claiming to know the truth. I'm just saying. Why are you walking around truth. going? There don't is no your chop truth in my your truth. dick off. I know what to do. <laughs> I'm not saying I know what to do. I'm saying don't chop your dick off. I care about you. You're beautiful. <laughs> So you think tattoos are okay? That's what I'm saying. Tattoos are fine. Really? Yeah, nothing's wrong with tattoos. What if people regret it? <laughs> then they regret it. Hmm. What if you get like a? Are you trying to turn this into? Are you trying? To, are you trying to turn this into a trans thing? I'm trying, but I don't really? think it's okay. There. So cutting your dicks off, okay? So cutting your dicks off is okay. I don't. Think but what if you there. regret it? Okay, well if you regret it, then you prove my point. <laughs> like, fine. Is gay sex okay? Do it. All I'm saying is uh, we could have. Yeah, why not? All right, cool. Remember that? Guy I mean, my, I mean, my only thing. Guy? Yeah, that was weird. That wasn't okay. <laughs> Did you see that? Butthole? Little kids could have seen that. It was actually. Of course, I saw that. It was dude. actually cool. I went back good. and watched the whole thing after you said that. <laughs> I like the, the comments on that video were so funny. The comments on that video were just like, "This is actually the most straight to the point tutorial I've ever." Yeah. <laughs> did you ever watch like? There was like no beating around the bush. Did you ever watch straight into? Did you ever watch uh like when Call of Duty Zombies was big? Mr. Ruffle Waffles, the guy who do the zombie. No. Oh man, I wanted to make a funny joke. He would basically just go like. What's going on, guys? Mr. Ruffle Waffles here. Absolutely no nonsense. Straightforward tutorial on how to remove ass hairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally, bro. For ref, it was so no nonsense. He didn't even say what yeah. he was about to do. He was just like, for reference, no. here's my bottle. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> bro, the best part is 
not even 10 seconds into the video. Three seconds. Not even. Three seconds. Tops. <laughs> you, click, you click play. You click play. You click play and you get this Asian dude just going like, for reference. Here's my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> just spreading it and like pulsing it. Just pull, just pull. Dude, yeah, what was that about? <laughs> Doesn't even say like why. Just, just full, full, full butt and balls, dude. That was just. Honestly, he should have said, like, for context, <laughs> instead first. <laughs> he could have gone to it faster. He could have just open with that and be like, anyway, so that was a picture of my butt. Yeah. That was a video of my ass. <laughs> That's a pretty good way just to, made uh, thumbnail. to fucking send a nude. Just be like, first thing you send to a girl, just like, for reference. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my dick. Here's my ass. <laughs> okay, before we, before we proceed, for reference, yeah. this is my penis. Hyperlink this, put it in your, you know, in your... Uh, <laughs> bibliography <laughs> <laughs> that video was so that is so funny Dude, I, at first i was so adverse to it and then you were like you were like i had to hear it out. and then i went and i rewatched it <laughs> i just wanted to learn bro i'm just a sponge <laughs> that shit was so funny dude I wish, dude, that's one of those moments I wish everyone could have been in that group chat at that moment. It's like 3 a.m. and our friends sent us <laughs> this video of this guy removing all of his ass hair with Nair in like three seconds. I watched it at like 5.30 a.m., which is like... I was up for whatever reason that night. I was up at that time. That's like, honestly, 5.30 a.m., that's probably the best time to see anything gay because your brain's just like, all right, there we are. <laughs> <laughs> At three thirty, you're it was like, like, it was like, oh the, my god, I need to go to bed. I'm looking at gay it, shit. Yeah, it was like the it was like the witching hour. It like just popped up, and I was like, this is bad. <laughs> this is a bad spot to be in. Yeah, if you're ever gonna look up gay shit, do it at, like early, early, early in the morning. Yeah, you got the whole day to redeem. Do it yourself. during productive. Yeah, <laughs> do it during productive hours. Yeah, <laughs> you got all day to redeem yourself. Like, what am I doing? Originally, though, what I was saying about subconscious suggestion, right? So the so subconscious yeah. thoughts come to the surface. It's bad stuff. So, you know, I've talked about on the podcast being like uh, having problems with pornography. And basically what that's done to me is, you know, looking at pornography for so long, just mindlessly looking at it, zoning out. My subconscious makes an impression on the action that I'm doing. I'm looking at visual uh, specific visual stimuli i'm looking at sexual things while i'm zoned out so my subconscious is operating i'm mindless i don't have i don't have any thoughts that's basically how you know you're subconscious you don't have any thoughts just looking at porn and so throughout my day my subconscious has been programmed or has an impression of you know pornographic ideas so sporadically during the day when the subconscious acts upon you sexual thoughts are going to come to the surface or thoughts about wanting to watch pornography just because that's what's like in the thought bank. So wait, hold on. Let me get this straight. So the extent of your porn addiction was like you were just watching it? Like you weren't doing anything to it? No, obviously I'm jacking off like an Olympic. Okay, I was just wondering because I was like, I, I think the only times I've ever watched it was with purpose. No, no, no. So yeah, I don't like ever get this, I'm just like saying, random urge I didn't, to watch I didn't, it. I, get in, I think the, the order of my urge is, damn, I want to come. This is the best way to make that app. I know, but I'm just saying this is just a relationship between the brain and the and the stimuli. I'm, I'm taking the <laughs> dick out of the equation because it doesn't really matter. Obviously, beating your dick feels good. Not disputing that. <laughs> <laughs> Noted. Put that in the notes. That's the title of the episode. Obviously, beating your dick <laughs> that, feels good. <laughs> that might be the hardest position to take in a debate. <laughs> Actually, beating the dick does not feel good. It is a trick on the mind. Sorry. All right, so anyways. The whole fucking crowd hisses. Caps the tables. The judge. Order! Order! <laughs> Order! 
All right, but anyways, so basically throughout the day, whatever you've sort of like, think of the, maybe, maybe think of the, uh, think of the subconscious as like uh, water, right? And basically you put things into the water and it drops to the bottom. And then randomly sort of like, um, maybe like one of those things that like flows to the top in a fish tank and floats back down. That's kind of the subconscious work. So whatever you throw in there, now it'll just like randomly like rise to the top, come out. Once it comes out of the water, out of your subconscious, it comes into your awareness. And then you're like, boom, you have a sexual thought. Now you can push it back down or you can be like, oh, this is above the water. I'm going to take it and engage with it. You don't want to do that. Can you get, so, but can you get rid of it or is it just something you just have to learn to deal with? So you can get rid of it because in the same way that you've, that you have these pornographic thoughts, you have them because you subconsciously put things into it. The reason you... The reason that happens to you is because you put those those porn ideas and thoughts into your subconscious in the first place. So what do you do is, is you basically reverse and uh, program the, the whole you have thing. To watch, you have to watch anti-porn. You watch anti-porn, maybe that'll work. But basically the easiest way to do it <laughs> is you, I, this is what Joe Dispenza says, but this is what I was already doing. Like, this is what hypnosis is, basically. You go into a state of light sleep, kind of sleep sleep paralysis, like you're conscious, but your body's like tingly and you don't really know it. And this is basically, the easiest way to do it is to wear headphones and listen to a track for hypnosis or whatever. And in 30 minutes, you'll kind of like fall asleep or you might fall asleep for like two seconds, but because you have music playing, you still hear the music and you can wake up. So you're in a state, you're in a subconscious state where like you, you're not exactly awake and you forget about your body, but you're listening to something. So it's like going scuba diving into that little body of water. Yeah. And it's based, and then whatever plays into your headphones, that's what you can drop into your subconscious. So if you listen to anti-porn uh, hypnosis, basically you'll, he'll, he'll lead you into relaxing your whole body and walking you through forgetting about your body and just completely relaxing. And then when you're in that sleep state, he starts saying like, you respect women. Think about all the things that you think porn is negatively impact your personality and character. You don't want to be like that, blah, blah, blah. And he just goes on for like 20, 25 minutes. But you can also, once you get really good at it. So then instead, so instead of, of receiving like <clears throat> impure thoughts, are you getting thoughts of like, damn, I respect women? No, <laughs> like, you don't. But, okay. but you immediately, ha then you have like a subconscious defense in a way. So before you even realize that you're having a sexual thought, because you already have like a anti-sexual thought, uh element in your subconscious sexual thought rises to the top and then your subconscious is also like oh this is we also associate this the defense this is together yeah so so you don't even have to deal with it so you have a sexual thought and then your subconscious is like here's the other thing that's in your subconscious boom so then you're like actually i don't think about that before you even realize that you fought off the thought you fought off the thought automatically it's basically how it's been working for me which is pretty fucking sick how that works and you could say it's bullshit but i've been uh, addicted to porn for like since i was six years old <laughs> and now i'm off of it for like three and a half weeks just after doing a couple of videos and meditating and listening to this uh hypnosis for porn addiction it's pretty sweet i need to do that with smoking i'm so over this shit. that's how i also quit smoking alan carr's easy way to stop smoking it's an audiobook just lay down and listen to the whole thing i literally i took a all the way through i took an edible and i was like all right i'm gonna dedicate this time because i want to quit i'm gonna take three hours and listen to this thing with just my eyes closed took an edible and just listened to it for three hours kind of fell asleep during it but bro I never smoked again that was it for you yeah i haven't touched it since it's been over a year when was that? may 30th yeah. of last year so yeah 
You can say Dude, that's, this is yeah, bullshit. Yeah, I, never, I was trying I'm to retarded, think, like, but... I was trying to think if you, if I saw you hit one, but like, I would refuse letting you hit mine when I would come visit you because I didn't want you to slip up. I did at Good one point. Alert. I did at one point ask for yours when you came over that one time. Yeah. But I, I was drinking, and yep. that's when that's when your subconscious is more at work, right? You're more like unplugged. Yeah. So I've actually because you, you're like, yeah. I've quit drinking, and now I just do like caffeine and kratom because it's more of a productive substance. You can still do work and shit. Yeah, I'm off the kratom right now. I don't really have anything against it. It's just like a person. Yeah, don't do it. There was a weird thing. There was a weird thing at my Kava bar again. And it, it might have been the last straw. What do you mean? Well, I don't know. They just they changed the law in Florida about Kratom. And they used to be 21 or older to drink it now, right? Mm -hmm. So my Kava shop, I don't want to get myself in trouble here. I don't know if I'll talk about it on the pod. I might just talk to you about it. Okay. Later. Do you think that's a legitimate reason to make it 21 or older? Or are they just trying to combat uh, alcohol sales dropping because of Probably that. That's a really good point, but like I can't explain that to boomer brains, um, because they're like, no, it must be bad if it's against the law. I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. It's like I literally go to work and I feel so good on this. <laughs> yeah, it is like literally, a, it's such like circular reasoning to some of the shit. They're like, you're like, yeah, but like heroin users use that to get off of heroin, so therefore it's like heroin. And I'm like, did you just hear what you said? <laughs> They literally use it to stop doing like the worst thing. Yeah, I was like, I was like, which means how bad can that be? I was like, I told so you're telling me this help. You want so you're telling me you want to take away this helpful thing because it's associated with it a very unhelpful thing. Like this is ridiculous. Like you not yeah listen to yourself talk. It's terrible. Are you? you should just be like, like did you know that alcohol can actually suppress everything? <laughs> yeah, anything right? at all. Crack. You want to get off like, of crack? Yeah. Just black out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just drink a ton. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's like all the counter arguments I get from my parents. Like, but it's bad for your liver and all this shit. Like, so is drinking. You want me to go to a regular bar instead? Mm -hmm. I was like, at least this one, I drink it and I get a lot of shit done and I have great conversations. The other one, I get a lot of shit done and I have great conversations, but <laughs> the shit I'm getting done is not good. <laughs> mm -hmm. I've actually been, uh, because... The reason that I'm not drinking anymore is because I listened to Rick Rubin's book, The Creative Act. I reread it like two times uh, last week. I took like a week off of comedy because I was like, I was just like, I, I was tired. Okay, it was weird because I had a one night where it was like my best night so far. And then I told the same jokes the next, the next night or the next time I went out. And, it, and, they, and bombed. they bombed. So I'm like just weird and i was like fuck i was like do i even like telling these jokes anymore so i just took some time off to chill and i reread rick rubin's the creative act which i recommend to anybody it's fucking amazing and he was basically like <clears throat> he said something that really drove home and it was like and i don't like calling myself an artist basically an artist is just a person who comes up with ideas and tries to make them into cool shit he was like being an artist is a way of living and it's not just doing something, but it's a 24 seven job. You have to be able to be, you have to like be aware of the dreams you have because those are like subconscious things that could be inspirational to your work. And also like, you don't want to be on your phone. You want to be looking at the life around you. Like you can be on, you can be on your phone a little bit. He actually didn't say be on your phone, but like, you know, just to be in touch with the pulse of like the world. But like, that's not really anyone on the phone. Anything you see on the phone was crafted carefully. It wasn't an instinctual thing. Every everything on the phone is proofread, so it's like not really real, in that sense. Yeah. And basically, just the way you live your day is you're doing the work to like 
consume everything that kind of goes on around you and also just to enjoy the beauty that's around you at all times because that's also what should inspire you is like nature and the creativity of like the fucking entire earth started from nothing or maybe there was always something and that idea alone is mind-blowing but like somebody somewhere in another dimension god or gods made like flowers and plants with no reference they just like came up with the shit which is insane and so I'm basically just not drinking because I don't want to be hung over. You want to be more aware. I want to be more aware and I don't want to be hung over and miss a day of like being in it. And also I don't want to have this like, I don't want to have to feel like I want to unplug from my awareness and experience and like be number to it. I'd rather take Kratom or caffeine where I feel more plugged in and, yeah, more, and dude, I feel I more, I feel my emotions more. And weed also, I think, is still good, too. I mean, it takes you out a little bit, but you feel your emotions so much more. I think more. That, one takes, that, one takes, that one takes me out more than alcohol. Alcohol makes me feel emotions like crazy, though. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I get anxiety so much on weed, but I also, like, can cry if I see something emotional or I can feel, like, really happy. So Yeah, weed, weed makes me, like, zoom out Yeah, sometimes. so to each their own. Distant. It, it, it makes me, varies. like, distant. Yeah, exactly. To each their own. Yeah, because that's the truth. Not my truth. Not your truth, but the truth. Yeah, so teach their own. <laughs> teach their own. That's the truth. Yeah. Exactly. That's how you figure out the truth. You talk about it. the truth is to each their own. But I'm basically just. But the truth is that that doesn't mean that I'm right and you're wrong. No, no. I'm basically just saying because, this just yeah. in case someone else out there has been thinking about going no alcohol, but they're sort of afraid of. I don't know. Alcohol. Yeah, is so do it, popular. dude. I haven't drank. You know, I haven't drank in a couple of weeks. Well, I had like okay, I did drink some wine the other, day. but like yeah. that was while I was being artistic though. You were being so, artistic. It was different. I was being artistic. <laughs> what did you draw? Oh yeah, sit back right. Okay, so what I did was I bought about one hundred and fifty dollars worth of oil paints and supplies. I've never worked with oil before, but I've always wanted to. Uh, I bought some canvases too, and I started working on a canvas. I, I made a background sketch, and because usually when you paint acrylic or whatever else, the sketch will kind of still come through on the other side, and you have to go over it a few times to get rid of the sketch behind it, but you can still see the drawing underneath. I went over with uh, what turned out to be like colors for like a nice background sky for this piece I was making, and it completely oils a lot more opaque, and I, sh I should have definitely used a softer pencil, which would have had darker lines and might have stuck through. What ended up happening is uh, my background painting just covered up the entire underlying drawing underneath mm. so i kind of now have to do it from scratch which is okay because the way i make my art and this was actually it was a really good drawing a really good sketch that i was really excited to paint but it's really the idea of it of how i came up with it uh and how it came to be is what i'm trying to portray not necessarily what the subject became so i think i can just freehand the rest of it with the the, the trees i wanted to do and then what i i was going to do around that idea will just come to fruition. Um, so I'm not too worried about it. it. Kind of, you know, honestly, it was frustrating at first, but now it's kind of been like a relief because it's like, oh, I literally have a blank canvas. Mistakes are happy accidents. Do you want to? Do you want to see it? Yeah, sure. What I have so yeah. far, even though it's just a background. Okay, I'm gonna go grab it. Brady is going to grab his fucking canvas. I think we'll call this a podcast because we're at about an hour fifty. This is great. This has been a great episode, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna have Twone or Tuan, or Toon, or, or, uh, Tuan, or, I don't know what his name is, okay, so but we're gonna have him on the podcast on Sunday, that's gonna be the episode in about, uh, next one's a comedian out of NYC. Yeah, what's up, I was just talking while you were away. <sighs> so, mind you, this is oil paint on camera. Oh, dude, I can see your ball about it as a back. No, you cannot. Just kidding. Just kidding. Do you want to? Woo! Oh, man, I sat and gone. <laughs>
Okay, so mind you, um, just show me, bro. I don't def- this is don't oil, defend it. Oil paint. Oh, nice. On canvas. There's no defense. Fine. It's fine. It's literally just a background. Sky. It's fucking uh. Sea cloud. It's a uh, what's it called? It's a. Uh, uh, I started down trees. Is just the background for it, and this is a new thing I'm doing in my art. That's my thumbprint in the corner. Oh, nice. So that it's kind of this idea that I get it. It's bright. Oh yeah, I was gonna say it's Chance the Rapper's acid rap back. It does look like acid rap background. Yeah. So um, it's kind of cool. Now I'm looking at it in the camera. You can kind of see some. It's cool. Like the the sky gives it some really cloudy effects. This took hours. What are you gonna What are you gonna do though with it? Okay, so I'm gonna have a couple like trees in the foreground, like uh, my more thrifty trees. You'll see in uh, in the pattern shoes. I'll make some you'll see i have sketches like i could show you the i know sketches. i'm just laughing because describing a painting is very good podcast <laughs> it's very tough yeah it's very good okay here's the here's the thing this just this purple and this pink yeah that took like two and a half hours yeah i believe it because to make this color this perfect color i mixed all the paints myself i literally just white cyan yellow red that's how I got all these colors. I know, these bro. We're gonna Sherwin like Williams paint that looks that color. Yeah, those aren't from a tube of paint. That's that color. Like I had color myself. I shouldn't I'm have just said where I work. I gotta cut that out. <laughs> Whoops. Like, I'll fix it. There'll be stuff over top. That's the view. All right, bro. Let's let's call this one a podcast. Yeah. But yeah, so that was uh. But I think so. Here's the thing: I didn't waste a lot of paint doing that too. So I'm actually really impressed with myself. I'm really proud of this because I wasted like zero paint. I pretty much got the colors I wanted first. So my mastery of color has got good, dude. I'm glad you're proud of. So it's always good. That was just the background. I was gonna work on more of it. Tonight. All right, bro. You don't have to defend it. I liked it. Dude, shut the fuck up. Dude, you just did it again. You did the thing. Dude, you don't have to defend it. You don't have to get nervous, bro. Just because I'm coming at you, bro. <laughs> That is like the bro, most it's good. Relax, dude. Relax, bro. It's good. Co- saying someone's getting nervous <laughs> so is funny. the biggest attack on someone's ego. <laughs> bro, that is so funny. Like, not a, you're not dominant. You're actually a bitch. You're getting nervous. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta find a way to work that into the title. Like, that's gotta be a part, dude. Don't get nervous because I called you out or whatever. It is. Dude, I'm not gonna don't get nervous because I pounced on you. <laughs> yeah. <that's laughs> All right. That was so fun. Let's call it a day. Dad, we got like two hours. I know, bro. fire podcast. It was. Damn, All right. that was long. That was two hours, just about. Thank you all for listening. Thank you guys for Love listening. Send this one to your friends. This will. There's no fucking way you listened to all this. There's no fucking way. I don't know. Maybe some of them did, but. There's no chance. 100% guys, we don't, we don't usually ask for this, but. Send this one to your friends. This is one I would actually... Yeah, you'll get it. I would actually be glad that people listen to this one because this one was actually very good. Yeah, I think this one was really good. We were firing and that's all that's how we end it. It's by saying how good it was. Yeah, we're going to end this by saying that was so good. That was good. <laughs> and I'm going to... Bro, manifest subconscious. Don't be insecure, bro. We're always good. All right, bros. We are always good. We're always good. You guys are also good. You're good. Thanks for listening. We love Go you. Go have a fucking kick-ass week, We dude. love, love you. Bye.